Now she's again next week for another three points. Get in there! Yeah! <laughs> Some lawyer. <laughs> Stop, oh yes, wait a minute, this the postman. Wait, wait, wait. Welcome to Thursday Eastern episode 213 And it's me Gary P And of course Carl Riley Banjo before Brussels Banjo before Brussels And of course we are still sponsored by the fantastic Ocean Electrical Doing big things in the electrical world And um, it's less credit When you draw Ghent in Europe League And you bring five of your kids And you're going to remortgage your house It's less credit They got you back Yeah so it's um, FAI Cup draw prof just got announced. We just watched it live there, and um, we're, uh, we're a bit sick. Jinx. We think we jinxed. What did we say before? We said thirty away. You no, know, I'm more annoyed by the fact that it's right after uh, Belgium. That's, That's what's like. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking. I'm already doing a lot of shuffling for a lot of reasons. For having to get there. For the team being tired. It could it be any worse? So we're gonna. So the team are gonna be getting back. Playing on a Thursday at 5.45, 6.45 in Belgium. Finishing up 10 o'clock. Let's say their flight is at 12. They will get home the next day. Friday they won't train because they'll be up till all hours flying. They'll get home maybe a session in the afternoon, like recovery rooms. They're barely going to train on a Saturday. We literally just did this. We played in the Brandywell yeah. three days after Europe. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. So then we're going to possibly a rest day on a Saturday and then travel. For what time kickoff on a Sunday? Do you know what I mean? It is a logistical nightmare. Let's be honest. Um, Do you know what? I don't. Like, I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I think back to 2011, and it's a game that very few people will remember because when you think of 2011, what do you think about? You think about some great moments in the league, the run in, the last minute goal at UCD, <clears throat> Belgrade, and the group stages. Was this the Do, one can that... You, can you even think of who knocked us out of the cup Was this year? the one that was announced... I bet Ro- you can't think of it. Who knocked us out of the cup that season? Was it Derry up there? No, it was a way to Sligo. We very, very tamely Trina? went out 1-0 in the quarterfinals. And I just have a bad feeling that... Not that we're not prioritising the cup, but I just feel like it's going to be too much for us. How can you prioritise it? Like, we've, we've played every round. How, yeah. how can you prioritise... Something that's just been shoehorned in on a Sunday after you've been travelling for so long in the Europa, the Conference League group stages. You know, it's it's very very hard to comprehend. And um, we're gonna try run a bus. I'm gonna do everything in our in our power to to get sorted. But um, it's a tough one, Prof. There's no there's yeah. no getting away. Uh, yeah. So this week we have wins over Fernand Valos. Draw had it to talk about, and he's back. It's another episode of Winston. And he meets Terry Eviston, Prof. So, um, 
It's a good one. It's a good one. And former player. So, 1994 league winner with the hoops, Terry Evans, former teacher. Yeah, and you would have seen our little uh, preview video on Twitter there with uh, about his two of his former pupils, Geezy Hand and Turner, because uh, he taught both of them in primary school. So uh, there was some visuals involved in that one. So I wanted to kind of show you what they were talking about before you listened to it. Very, very good uh, report from from Giggsy. Turner, not so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the reaction to Mick Cook and, and the Kooks, um, he got a good reception, but... Bit of bit of grief towards him for his LOI TV commentary. We'll talk about that in a little while. Well, you can tell me. I I did. I never heard that. But uh, it was, well, I I didn't really hear it either. There was too much going on. But apparently, it was it was terrible. He spoke favorably of us in in the interview on our podcast the week before. So I'm surprised with that. Well, but colors um, nailed to the mast now. I think. Yeah. Prof. Um, Alan Kinsella, brilliant episode again, and great stories and insights from the two Rays and Mick Cook. Uh, M&M, brilliant episode, lads. I'm loving these type of guests. I.e. the ones with huge amounts of insight into the club. Who wouldn't be doing interviews otherwise? The Kooks, stadium manager, the groundskeeper, the community officer. You have to interview yourselves next. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I actually yeah. have to say these are my favourite ones as well because I love being a fly on the wall. It's a bit like, it's a bit voyeurism, isn't it? Is that how you pronounce it? Voyeurism? Yeah, you're, you're like, like voyeurism. Voyeurism, yeah. like you're kind of you're. They you're make watching. you feel like you're sitting in the dressing room. And yeah, you're, you're fly on the wall stuff. You're privy to a few things you wouldn't normally get I to, love it. to witness or hear. Bill uh, <laughs> Ray made me laugh as he was leaving the gaff. He's like, he says, "Ah, oh, I've nothing to listen to now tomorrow." <laughs> He's already heard himself. Uh, as for Ray Senior, do you reckon that's the second best Queen story? told on the podcast this year after Joe Barnes oh Joe Barnes yeah I think Joe Barnes gave a rattle um, <laughs> um, what else uh, Ray Senior also brought a present he brought us Chucky first of all and he brought a present for my cat which is a first I was eating dark chocolate peppermint and it was alright I have to say I, I have to I say I refuse to believe that you don't like mint it was it was, was alright it wasn't mm. as and even peppermint is a little bit more stronger than, than it should be but at the moment the chocolate of of, of choice prof is white chocolate Belgian truffles the whole house is going Belgium mental. <laughs> Moya in particular. Everything is Belgian. Everything. So the, they are absolutely buzzing. Buzzing for this. So Yeah. Tin of sardines from Ray Senior. <laughs> yeah, he uh, brought the fucking cat a, a present. Yeah, Lacey loved it. Actually, she was... I normally kind of bring her in when it gets dark. And she was doing her thing. When it gets dark, she likes to play games then. She's like, oh, you want me in, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, that's not happening now, is it? Open up the, kit, the tin of sardines... And she was fascinated, and that got a real no bother. Um, I showed there a post from Eminem there. Um, very, very emotional, heartfelt. On and the forum, by um, no means did I mean to like belittle Europe, like overseas hoops in any way. I just I felt sorry for them having, hmm. but I'm sure, like like he said in the post you're going to talk about now, he actually they have their own way of dealing with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and still being connected. Well, the word we used a couple of times was sad. We didn't mean to summarise the whole hotline with the word sad, but it's just that that's the sort of one of the feelings we got from it. But Eamon quite pointedly pointed out he got a lot of hope from it. And he was saying that Robbers is his way of connecting to home. And it is for a lot of overseas supporters. So it's not just about Robbers and football. It's a connection to where they, where they came from. So it's a very good post. Now, mm. Not many people are on the forum, but uh, I urge you to check it out. Um, as for Stephen O'Donnell, Gare, 
uh, or Pat Short, as some claimed. Uh, <laughs> he's dead. He's died. He's he died. Funerals. funerals last week. Stephen O'Donnell has died, girl. Yeah, he died. It's the Japanese vaccines, the most sought after vaccines. He was. <laughs> he just. He was so ardent in getting them. They finally <laughs> tipped him over the edge. In fairness, the clue was in what you were saying. The, 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 all he talked about was vaccines. So no yeah. wonder he's dead. Then we had Kane, girl. Kane Hopkins. Uh, listening to Tifties on flights to European away games can't be that's one from the previous week in Hungary and once again another thing that kind of has pushed me towards like the Hopkins they're everywhere like there's Roshin there's Kane there's, yeah they go as a gang no, they there's can. everywhere they're everywhere and that's what we want so it's our, the Parsons are debuting as a European away trip family and uh, <laughs> I can't, I'm actually we're actually staying in the same spot as a couple of other hoops as well so, so it's all it's all coming in together we'll talk about that in a while mm. getting excited here Prof um, the news came out Wednesday that UEFA approved application to host Conference League group stage games at Tala Stadium. So great news and the club have been working behind the scenes to make sure this happens. So uh, crossing T's, dotting I's, the whole lot mm. all getting done and dusted so that we can actually host this and compete competitively and not have to sell our souls to go into the Aviva. Yeah, I remember the, the previous home game to that, to that announcement. I remember Dennis just sort of it was always on his mind. He was going around sorting photographs and documents and stuff, making sure to tick every box for UEFA. So the, everyone was working really hard to get that over the line. That's fantastic. And uh, brilliant stuff. Like I mean, f- for this, look at our record and talent, and look at how we compete in Europe. Like you cannot turn around and say we're going to be whipping boys. We've beaten some heavyweights as regards to the level that we're playing at. I I'm totally totally looking forward to it and. Let's be honest, my expectations, I think we could probably qualify if we get one or two good results at home. It's totally different the last time, isn't it? Like, at home to Pauk, Spurs and Ruben Kazan, we knew we were getting beaten at home in all those three games. And we were by three or four goals. This time, like, it's realistic to, to hope for four points in those three three home games. Yeah. Very, very realistic. Maybe more. Them. Yeah, we move on to the game itself anyway, Prof. And um buzzing for this one. I really was. Mm-hmm. And I think we called a couple of starters correctly. We got Idemo and Justin Roy, Ferruja, left wing back and Ronan Finn equaled the record of fifty-four appearances. And Sean Gannon isn't too far behind him on fifty as well. So he's up there, Gary Rogers, am I right? He's level Gary Rogers, yeah. So yeah, one nil win. Uh out four one on aggregate of course, but um just to build up um, their fans were in the Maldron do you know that Freddy fans uh, they sort of congregate over there um, and the Abbo as well they had their little yeah. uh, their little choreo in, in, uh, at the Abbo uh, Ryan the group pointed out that the vast majority of the Ferenc Faris fans in that section were actually Hungarians living in Ireland and there actually appeared to be a segregation within that Almost similar to the London Irish at White Hart Lane. There was uh, two different groups of fans. Yeah, well, that's what happened because the Hungarian police that came over wanted to separate the Hungarian-based Hungarians with the Dublin-based Hungarians because the Hungarian-based Hungarians <laughs> would have been the troublemakers, apparently, and the Green Monsters, whatever way it was. But they, they wanted to be able to keep annoying them, apparently. And um, Right. Yeah, so that's what that was. So we had French officials. Uh, ironic, considering we also had a French ground hopper. Giving us a review on his on his blog. I'm actually slick of of vloggers, gear. I just it's like which one is this week? It used to like be exciting, but now it's yeah. like like ah, uh, don't care. Uh, Brazzer and Finn were doing media beforehand. 
Brazzer said, Finner is someone who should be at this club long after I'm gone. Yeah, very much so, yeah. And the odds on 4 0 was 80 to 1. Uh, I, think, I think a couple of people bravely backed it. Tonk City, prof. Yeah. And we had, it was on RTE, but we had, we had some uh, hoops involvement. We had Reuter in studio, we had Garrett on commentary. And uh, the mad thing was was that it sold out. I never in a million years thought this game would sell out. Can we just give a big shout out to the ticket office as well for this one and the, the team in and around the office and Rovers in general? Because let's be honest, right? Two weeks before this game, no one kicked the ball. No way game, no whole game. French Farrows, big team. Looking at the fans, looking at all the the, as- the whole aspect of this toy, I thought to myself, "Shit!" The second this game this this game came out, I bought five tickets. Everybody did, because maybe it was a, it was good foresight in mm-hmm. from the office and saying, "Okay, well, we know potentially this could be a sellout, so let's try something new." They started selling the tickets before a ball was even kicked. As regards to the home game, the away game was forced. They started selling the home tickets forced. Yeah, it was smart, yeah. And they sold out like nuts. It was crazy. Brilliant, brilliant strategy. And everybody got involved. Great crowd. And when the day came, uh, there were so many messages going back and forth. People offering tickets. So you're wondering like, oh, are 2,000 people not going to turn up? And there were pockets of empty seats all right in the East End. But an almost full stadium at 4-0 down. Deadly. Can you name another club who could do that? And I have to say, I saw a lot of people I've never seen at games before that I know would have no affiliations whatsoever. So they're just coming to pick a game, you know, catch a game, a bit of European football. So it's definitely uh, something we can get used to. All right, so first half, Prof. Um, like we said, very happy with the with the starting eleven. All the young guns getting a chance, in particular, Mr. Ferrazoy. Um, it was man the match, and he had the first effort on goal, the one where he tried oh, to yes. bend it into the top corner. Some effort. I was, I was in the West End, kind of right behind it. And uh, yeah, some strike if that had gone in. Um, you were you were talking to me about him at work the other day. He's just he's so advanced for his age. It's just outrageous. It's just gonna be so good, man. He's just gonna be so so good. And the comparisons with Jack are obvious. Just the way he takes in the ball, the way he turns in the ball. He's just so far beyond what a seventeen-year-old should be. And it's just it's at that point where it's just like. Ah uh, okay, yeah. Let's let's just get four or five games at him, and he'll be gone. I know he's yeah, too good. Mad, mad man, just too good. Um, yeah, first half. Um, that was kind of the most notable effort goal from most. Yeah, think. I'm just trying to think back. I was saying to you, I was struggling mm. to kind of think of the. I didn't watch back the highlights and watching it live. It was a bit of a like we're totally competitive in the game, but I think there was a chance in the first few minutes involving Gaffney, but um. Al actually made a good save right on half time, which was important um, to, to win the game. I mean, it's important to win the game. And that was kind of their most notable effort. It was kind of the start of the second half. There was a flurry of chances. So you had a Cavo free kick, which I interviewed him afterwards. And uh, he felt he should have, should have done better. Right. Um, he, it wasn't quite in the corner, so it gave the keeper a bit of a chance. Yeah, when, see that was into the south stand So we were looking at the angle And I was thinking, when before he was taking it I was thinking height It needs height Anywhere down below, look at the size of the keeper He's big, Bogdan, mm-hmm. playing for Liverpool Give it any sort of height and pace Make the keeper tip it into the top corner Or it might tip off the bar, come back out But there wasn't enough height And I think he's right, what did he say? What did Cavill say? 
I don't remember his exact words, but he just felt he he just he was just disappointed and basically he couldn't place it better. But um, then right after that was Richie Tell. He volleyed the ba- volleyed the ball over, so there was kind of a. Can we just have a, a, a bit of appreciation for the ball in? It was Cavo again on his left foot. Absolutely stunning ball in. It took out at least four players, including some of our own. The one of a left foot. One of a left foot pinged in. Like that's what Cavo has in the Arsenal. Mm. Superb ball, and I was thinking when I was going to Richie, I was thinking, "Don't, don't!" <laughs> thinking he's gonna pull the fucking trigger here. It was a brilliant, brilliant volley. Kept if that's kept kept down, that um, that goes into the back of the net, no matter what. Goes in off the keeper's mush or whatever. That's not being saved. I really enjoyed this performance. I mean, okay, they've they're coming to Tala and they're four nil up, so they're obviously not gonna be. Uh, fully committed as as they would need to be but just as an attacking performance I really enjoyed this we played really really well um, I love how free we are at home in Europe it's yeah brilliant. we were very free and that's like I said that's particularly that early second half spell it was, it was a joy to watch and Andy Lyons got the winning goal but he nearly scored just before that and just one of those true balls from oh. Jack is just like ah when exactly when it happened we were just like Ah, everyone's looking around. Yeah. It's one of those beautiful. I think mm-hmm. somebody in our WhatsApp group said it. It said the way he can wait a ball. I think it was Staff, Kieran Stafford said it. He has so much control over the way he can put in a pass. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It was perfect and a super save. Let's be honest, Lions did nothing wrong. It was a great save, and these are both uh, subs in the game as well, which is a another pleasing thing about the game. The fact that we won, kept our home record. Got to start the likes of Idemo and Justin. You had the story with uh, with Ronan the record. We did all this while also resting a few players. Like the mm. likes of Jack and Lyons only came on the last 30 minutes or so. And then the winning goal, Garrett. Winning goal, go. Jack steps up with the body box shuffle again. And absolute, un- undef- indef- indefensible, undefendable. You can't fucking defend against it. That's <laughs> it. And whipped in, Andy Lyons buried the header. And straight off to the south stand and brilliant celebrations. And now you can you can understand before went down an aggregate and but I think this team understood what it was to meant to beat this to beat this French Varos team. To be a top quality European at home side. In Europe, it's, it means something. Yeah, it does mean something though, fair enough. And it's pays down a marker for the group stage. It's like yeah. your garden and mould like should be worried watching this. They'll look at that and think, oh, okay, onto a bit of a game here. But um, brilliant stuff and <coughs> man of the match, Justin Ferrazoy, man. This guy is outrageous. He really is. He starts for balls, starts against balls, simple. Starts against balls all day for me. No, he was excellent. Um, <coughs> like we said, the record. Uh, oh, by the way, Kieran Kaa Gen- uh, Gentleman had a start <laughs> for me. That's Andy Lyon's first goal in Tata this season. What? It's mad, isn't it? They've all, all, goals all been, away. been away from home. Harps. Um, Harps, Shelburne, Bowles. I don't have the full list. Pats, but all the way from home. Pats, didn't he? In. As for the, the home record, that's four consecutive home wins in Europe. And we've won nine of the last 11, if you include the Ilves penalty shootout. What a time to be following the hoops. Nine wins out of 11 in Europe. That's outrageous. And... Um, yeah, um, there was hot food, there was the curry and all that in the suite for this one, but Ray pointed out possibly the last one, because if you look at our fixtures now, there's no more Friday games, 
it bows bows away as a Freud. I'm not more home Friday games. We've just been drawn away to Derry in the cup, so they'll all be Sundays. So that's kind of annoying. <laughs> not more curry for the rest of the season, possibly. Oh, Sack the board. And like you said to me um, as well, a few people came up with some work who, you know, not not League of Ireland fans, who said you, you were good. That positive energy, finally, because normally it's like, ah, oh, you should have done this. This was positive energy coming from people, you know, saying, yeah. Jesus, you're actually good, you're onto something, you're doing things. Mm. And I love how they seem to know the inner workings of the club as well. They'd be like, oh, spend that money well, doing the right thing, spend the money. I'm like, <laughs> money's not even in the bank yet. You don't even have that money yet. Um, yeah, but I've said this before. People who have only seen us in RTE, just casual watchers, must think we are shite. And now we beat Hibs 3-0. But for the most part, imagine just being an RTE viewer of Shamrock Rovers. It must be bizarre. Can you imagine uh, like someone in the middle of... Carrigaline and Cork <laughs> watches and uh, their total perception of Rovers is what they've seen on RTE yeah, just seen as hockey and hungry battered losing to Flora just all this I don't think Flora was on RTE was it? I think it might have been on Virgin no we had we have tough I think time that getting, was on Virgin tough Media tough getting the stream up remember but um, we also had Linfield Garrett which was <laughs> one of the funniest things can we play this with the has ever happened to football Harry Hill music <laughs> <laughs> what's the music how's it go again Harry Harry Hill. A four on one. You should they should have buried this. Four on one chance. Missed. They go up to the other end, scoring on goal. To miss out on the group stages. And then they lose on Benos. Oh man. Brilliant. You couldn't write stuff. And the Linfield fan, yeah, he got awful abuse. Nah, he's not real. What did he say? He said it was like yeah he posted this up one nil. Saying, uh, oh yeah, he used the last 4 nil, and we're going through to the group stages. On our way to victory or something like and that. And he hasn't deleted it since. <laughs> nah, he's not real. Again, a fella in work who's not a League of Ireland fan. Just got endless joy about this. He just kept talking to me about it. <laughs> Do you know when somebody just laughs at something for like an hour straight? Oh, that's brilliant. And he was also fascinated by the same the same guy on Twitter. He, put, he, t- he retweeted a poll. Who's the biggest club in Ireland? Shamrock Rovers or Linfield might have been two other options and we won the poll and he retweeted it and he's a Linfield fan nah he's not real Damn. Um, what else have we got we had um, yeah so the only team in the, in the island left in Europe yes but we had Ludogretz they got through to the Europa League with a 120th minute penalty in Lithuania to draw three all uh, Scooby went out so Ew. we should get get in touch with Angel, we? <laughs> uh, we had our buddy Thanos from last year. Do you remember our Greek-born Slovakian yeah, expert? Yeah, he was great, he was great. He has somehow managed to watch highlights of every single European qualifi- qualifying game this summer. That's 274 conference leagues games, 48 Europa League and 89 Champions League. Nerd! <laughs> And spe- That's a lot. And speaking of nerd, uh, well, that's Irish actually. Anyway, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, Ryan McDyer. <laughs> I, I mean it in in, uh, in good spirit, Ryan. 
In fairness, uh, he had he had this tweet which I thought was brilliant. This tweet represents everything we have worked towards mm. in the last few years, right? He says of the fifteen teams who won their Champions League first qualifying round tie, only four of those went on to lose three ties in the bounce and failed to make a group stage. And that was Maribor of Slovakia or Slovenia. We had Dudelange of Luxembourg. And we had Linfield. <laughs> so there it is in a nutshell how important it was to win that first Champions League qualifying round match. Isn't it? it really is. It makes a lot of sense. Nerd! <laughs> uh, yeah, so next up, Prof. We've got Winston and he meets Terry Everson, part one. Okay, so so what join now by 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 Terry Everston, a League of Ireland legend, a, f- a former player, manager, and assistant manager with Rovers in three spells across thirty years, and a nineteen ninety four league title winner with the Hoops as well. So, uh, well, 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 welcome along, Terry. Oh yeah, there's a spell in Bowes as well, but uh, uh, from seventy nine to eighty three, well, uh, without without we're, winning anything, you know. Well, well, we'll get to the dark days uh, a little bit later <laughs> on, Terry. Um, but but, but shut up, we'll, we'll dive right into it. Uh, where, where was it you, you, you grew up? Uh, Cholester Park. And we spent, like most kids of, of our generation, we spent endless, especially summer days, out playing football. That's all you do. You went out early in the morning, say maybe half eight or nine o'clock, and you didn't come back in. Morning, no. noon and night. Morning, noon, and night, and one of the guys had a a, a guy called Brian Sinnott. He actually was with Bowes for a while. Uh, he had a, a net and goalposts in his back garden, and that was like it was like the Holy Grail going into it with a net. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, finding a net and then hitting the ball against the net. You know, simple little things like that. Nowadays, they're all screens and all this thing. You know, it's it's completely oh, it's, different. It's all that, all that. Oh, it's, 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 and even I, I think even most pro footballers, they're all they're all on the they're playing the the the, the, the PlayStation's the, and the Xboxes yeah, and the yeah, whole yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. but okay. those, 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 those days are gone, you know. They just get out. They're definitely gone. They're definitely gone. get out. And I, I, I think myself now. I coach. I do. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. But I, I coach the young lads, and you just see mm-hmm. them, and there's no hunger. You know, there's something no. comes out. Of street football, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And, and uh, uh, as you say, it's a, it's a hunger that's it's actually missing now. You know, from, ah. if you compare it to you know to the sixties, growing up in the sixties, it's completely different now. Yeah, you had to be. I, tough. I can say it's a it's a whole different ball game now. As regards trying to trying to, I, I see with the grandchildren trying to keep wean them off the bloody screens, you know. And should they, half of them think it's a, a, a fashion show, you know, they have to have the new boots and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's unbelievable. But, but, but anyway, you, you started a, a, a... Oh, yeah, okay. You started a home farm uh, in the in the mid-70s. Okay. So you'd be a, f- a few years there as a teenager. Uh, now, That's right, yeah. They last... They're the, the last non-league team club 
to win the FAI Cup, I believe. Uh, and you were around they, the club they, for, for that big I, I was there. I was there. I was at the actual final that they beat. Uh, wasn't it Pats they beat in the final? Oh, yeah, it? I think or so, Shells. yeah. It was Shells, wasn't it Pats? I'm not sure. Uh, I think it was Pats. We can edit that uh, out. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I really don't know. My memory, and I, and I did say it to, to, to Carl. I said, my memory thing is it's not great going back, especially. Uh, but anyway, uh, apart from that, uh, yeah, I think Tony Higgins got the goal, didn't he? Or was it Frank Devlin? Scored the winner. I, I think it was. Wasn't it Devlin? I can't remember now as well. Frank, I'm, I'm, you're as Frank, bad as me. Frank Devlin or Tony Higgins. I think maybe Tony Higgins got it. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, as I say, they, they were they were an amateur team, and that's where I, I Dave Bacuzzi was the boss the guy there. Then I think he's recently deceased, uh, Dave. Uh, I, I think he went during during COVID. You know, ah, Jesus, uh, Dave Bacuzzi, yeah. But uh, but that's where yeah, you cut your he, teeth. He, yeah, that's where it could be. And and he was he was a great fella to have because I think he'd been down in Cork beforehand, and he won a title or two there. And it was a great coup for Home Farm to get him on board. He was ex-Arsenal, you know, and you could see with the toys on him. You know, he he was he he, he was the real deal. You know, a different breed. Uh, uh, he he did not play for Home Farm. But I think there was a technicality involved. I'm not sure because because they were paying him or whatever. You know, they couldn't be seen to play him. You know that type of thing. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I went from I went from uh, Home Farm to straight to balls. Now, I, I, uh, Rovers were in for me and Dundalk were in for me. I remember Jim McLaughlin meeting him in uh, in the hotel just up from uh, up from the Talca Park. What's what's the name of the place there? Just near the near the Pat's end of it. Uh, oh, I forget the name of the hotel. But uh, I was very close to joining Dundalk. But Billy came in and uh, I think it was just it was a local team and that was great, you know, it was great. But Billy's, Billy's still around, but uh, uh, yeah, so the rest, of, the rest of it is history, you know. So we five years, we had, we, we had five years together in Bowles. And then, of course, the, the fatal move across to Glen Malure. Oh, Jamie Mac. Well, but anyway, I'll, I'll go into that in, at a later day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, uh, you're, you're skipping ahead. I mean, I mean, I mean, questions here, Terry, but I, I love the enthusiasm. You know, it was great. We're, we're, yeah, we're, no. Uh, the five years with 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 Bowles were really were they were crucial, uh, um, and then I I don't I think it was after a final with Sligo. I'm not sure Sligo Sligo beat us in in the final. I think that was my last. I was substituted that game, and that was my last game. I there was rumblings going on that I was moving from right. from uh, from from. Uh, to, to to Rovers, and uh, uh, it's 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 a period of my career that uh, uh, I actually I actually regret uh, the year and a half with with Rovers, and that was the first of the four in a row. That's right, yeah. The the the, the yeah, eighty three, um, eighty four. Yeah, uh, I, I I just didn't play. I I I just I I think it was too much for me. Uh, I was fairly young at the time. I think it was around twenty five or twenty four, twenty five. And the move was just too big. I mean, it, it, you could hear the shouts from both sets of fans, you know, right. <laughs> slaughtering me <laughs> for, for yeah, moving over from 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 Bowes to Rovers, and then both sets of fans were were giving me a hard time, you know. So 
I wasn't I, really able to cope with it, you know. At that, at that time, though, that, that was sixteen appearances for 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 Rovers. But, but but have you have you discussed that with anybody else? Any other person that's done that that gone to Bowers, come to Rovers, or, or vice versa? I, yeah, is well, it? I mean, Jacko McDonough did it. Dulo did it. Uh, Kevin Brady did it. And um, is there any similarities like did it? Did it you know? Did, no, I I don't. They all were very successful, but whatever my nature and my personality. Uh, I remember, I, I remember my dad, God rest him, and him saying to me because things were really. I, I knew they were on a downward spiral, and uh, he said to me, "You, you'd be better off going out for a few points on a Saturday night, you know." And I remember going around the the, the corner. It's the, the horse and helm. It's called, and a regular feature was maybe three or four points just to settle me down. I, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was. How would you say it? I was very stressed. Yeah. You know, looking back on it, looking back on it, I was stressed uh, with that move. And uh, I, it culminated in, in uh, me being bombed uh, probably the start of the next season. And I went down to Atlone. The best thing that ever happened. Now, Atlone at this stage was a, was a dive. You know? But yeah. it suited me. It suited me and, and it suited my personality or whatever. And uh, I recovered. I, I gained momentum then. Uh, ended up joining Torlock when he was manager at Dundalk. Well, that's yeah. Um, but I, I have here. I'm skipping, uh, the, I'm skipping the, the skipping the going a bit, a little bit there. But I tend to go off that, on tangents, you know. Yeah, oh, well, here's your brother, and you, you, you're, <laughs> you're straight out of traps. So I love it. Um, now I read that Charlie Walker was ahead of his time. He was one of the first to bring in cones to training. What, 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 what did you use before cones? Well, put it like this: now, after all my experiences. Uh, especially in management at the latter end, I cannot stand the sight of a cone. Really? It's like, yeah, it, it's like it's like a runway now with all different colours, this and that, and yeah, you'd want to be a, get a university degree to, to work out, to, you know, what what's the, the pre-match uh, warm up or whatever. Whereas in our day, you went on the pitch, you 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 had a few headers, and it was totally ad hoc. Few jumps. You did a diagonal across the pitch, and then uh, you had to pass a ball or whatever. Like it wasn't as formal as it is now, you know. Yeah, it's like physics now, or chemistry or something. You know, all these <laughs> lads moving about the place. Oh, stop! No, I couldn't. Now Charlie Walker, he was brilliant. He was a. I had him in home farm, uh, where the under eighteen, under eighteen team, and I, I was always a little bit nervous. I don't know why. And he, I remember he used to give me this concoction before a match. It was a mixture of uh, bicardium of, 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 of soda. Yeah, yeah. I, and there was a little nip of, of brandy in it as well. And it was just... I like it. It was just to settle me down, you know, because it was that, that was, it was that way inclined. Uh, I, I, I always blame that on me getting ulcers later on. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, the, so, so it's a, a bicarbonate of soda and, and, and the brandy. Brandy, yeah, yeah. It was to settle me stomach. We settled me nerve. I was, I was nervous. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But that, that was young. And you know, I, I have to say, when I when I, I won the league with Rovers in 93, 94, I think it was, I was more mature then. I was 26 yeah. or 37, you know. But uh, that's, I was a late developer. 
Yeah, but that's what, we, 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 looking back on the stats and 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 the story itself. You can see yeah. that, you know, yeah, yeah. it was a uh, well, I, whatever the hell got into me in the, in the formative years. I don't know between eighteen and uh, twenty six or twenty seven. I, I joined uh, Dundalk in, in I think I was twenty nine or whatever, and uh, uh, they were they were great years. I mean, there were six or seven brilliant years. You know, I just used to love it, and we used to. We used to go up the, the old way where you'd, you'd hit every little like Castle Bellingham and thing. There was no motorway then, you know, and uh, it was great. I enjoyed it, you know, I enjoyed it. Yeah, straight through the heart of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, very- so, so as you alluded to earlier on, you said you said you had five years at Bowes uh, where you just missed out on major runners, only a league cup. Uh, was that hard to take? Uh it was well. I mean, I wasn't aware of it at the time um, of not winning any championships. It wasn't a question of that. It, the move to Rovers came at the end. Now, uh, yeah, you know, it was a difficult last season. Um, I was in and out of the team, and I do remember being there when we had four points for an away win, three points for a home win, two points for an away draw, and one point for a home draw. Do you believe that? Right, and that, that was before then the, the eighty five when they changed everything. Yeah, I think I think it was between seventy nine and uh, and eighty three. Definitely one of those seasons uh, that they tried a new uh, initiative, and it was to try and get people, you know, or get managers especially to go for an away win. Yeah, so make it more competitive. Points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had four points for an away win, you know, and we were we were we were streets ahead. Come come. Uh, uh, Christmas, but then it started to whittle away, and I was actually captain of the team then, believe it or not. Right, Jesus, yeah, you, you, yeah. you must have been young then to be captain. Ah, uh, yeah, I think I was. Yeah, yeah, that was a day's Barlow was playing Tommy Kelly and uh, Joe Bork, uh, these guys, you know. And uh, I think the, the first the first away trip that I had was uh, Dynamo Dresden. I think we they had qualified the previous year. Uh, this was in say '79, and we played away to Dynamo Dressed. They they wouldn't give us the ball. <laughs> not not. It's a I think we were beaten six 0 and I got booked into the bargain. Just just I, I lashed out. I don't know what, what the hell. It, 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 they, they, they wouldn't. You know they they wouldn't give us the ball. Wouldn't play nice, as they say, huh? Yeah. No. No. Uh, uh, yeah. So that was a that was an eventful trip. Um, and it was the Iron Curtain then. It was. It was. It was. Uh, oh, oh, be, oh, communist Germany and and and, yeah, and communist. Yeah, it was. Dresden was in was in the other side. That must have been uh, intimidating, was it? Well, it was very dull and it's talk about Dublin being grey and whatever, uh, but uh, that was equally as grey. Uh, and and the the, the 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 apartment blocks and things like that. And, uh, of course, the Stasi were running. To, I think we're there was a guy the there. Yeah, yeah, the Stasi were running the show there, and uh, there was a guy there, a greasy-looking individual, and he was doing. Um, <laughs> he was on the black market to, for 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 sterling and stuff like that. You know, oh, like, dollars the, 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 and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dollar, you have to have dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he used to hang around the the, the lobby of the, of the hotel, uh, but uh, if yeah. That, that was fun, all right. Yeah, that was certainly fun. I, I actually roomed with Parik O'Connor. 
Oh, I, tell you, I never had you down for an espionage type of uh, individual, <laughs> Terry. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. But I, I remember rooming with uh, uh, Portico, Connor, and uh, I actually saw him there at golf last year. And um, yeah, I mean, the uh, age makes a, a difference, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, stop. Wait for no man, I tell you. Yeah, what, yeah. What, was, what was he like as a roommate? I was good. He was like, I, I always tended to go towards somebody who was safe and sound, you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than somebody like himself who's a bit kind of feckless, you know what I mean? That, that type well, that, of thing. Well, you, you know, you're, you're running in Levi's and Marlboro cigarettes into, into East Germany, Terry, that'll do that for you, you know? Now, come here. That, that, that was around the time you you were uh, studying to become a teacher around then as well. That's right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to get a bit of stick. I, I remember uh, with, with Home Farm at the time, and I remember leaving Charlie Walker's Charlie Walker's team. That was another eighteen team, and uh, because the pressure of the exams, I, I actually I went out to, to to Fintons in Sutton. I actually took up rugby. And I played me one of my first rugby matches. Remember the pitch that was right beside Crow Park? It was a, I think it was a, a rugby. It was a Belvedere. I'm, I'm not sure. They owned a rugby pitch right beside Crow Park. Right. And I remember playing the. I, I left him around Christmas time, and I remember training for the rugby. And then at half time, coming into the into the into the into the, the dressing room, and a fella pointed me out, and he. He says, <laughs> you broke, you broke because up. I hadn't a clue about rugby. You broke up there, Terry. Sorry, sorry, he said, yeah, he said, he said to me, he came into the dressing room at half time. It was, it was a rugby match, right? right? And he said to me, he pointed me out, he says, do you actually know what you're doing? <laughs> and I said, no, a big red face to me. I said, no, I really don't. <laughs> well, I'm giving it a go, sir. <laughs> I think I was out half or something like that. I hadn't a clue about lines or whatever, you know. But anyway, uh, but I came back then. I came back to 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 uh, Charlie after after a period of time. Yeah, I, that's the way. That's the way. But I, I remember him, he was nearly weekly phone calling, right, saying, "Ah, come on, you, we 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 make a you know allowances for you for training and stuff like that." You know. Well, that's what I was so, going to uh, ask. Did they, did they was it? Was was that finding the balance? Was that tough when you were still down the studio? Look at it, it was a great relief to have the football. You know what I mean? When I when I look back on it now, it was an outlet. You know, yeah. it was just you, you let off steam, and you know, you know the, the way I I I played. Uh, it was it was great for uh, as an outlet for letting off steam. You know, so it, it proved to be beneficial to me in the long run. You know, and, and would any of your students come and watch you on a Sunday? Yeah, we had we had we 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 had uh, when I was with Bose, we had a regular uh, flow of of uh, students coming to, to come to see me. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, 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 I I'm going to share something with you now because this is a report from a from a former pupil. Uh, I'll just see if we can now share that. So, Andrew Hand. Is the individual? Oh right, yeah, I know, I know, Andrew. Yeah, and he's uh, there's his report there. I tell you, it's shocking for the people that can't see it at home. It's a conscientious ah. and I was pleased with his results. He is. I can't. I put on my glasses. Hold on, reading glasses, and I'm pleased with his results. He's a cheerful lad, but sometimes too cheerful. There's plenty of hard work ahead of him in secondary, 
and I'm sure he'll be able for it. I'll be watching his progress with Stella. Ah, Janie, Andrew Hand. So there you go. You obviously had an impact on him if he if he kept that all them years, huh? Ah, yeah, yeah. And I, I see that the principal now he's recently deceased, Sean McGarry, yeah, yeah. Um but uh, yeah. I, I remember Andrew, yeah. We won't yeah. read out the, the, the results, save the embarrassment, but oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's very good and fairness. So I am jested before Andrew gets on the blower to me. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's a that's a blast from the past. That is and there's a there's a, a, another another fella, um there's a, a, a picture of the two of them here. Uh, Mark Turner. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just show you this now. Um, Nothing to do with Pierce Turner, is it? Oh, you wouldn't know what that fella. <laughs> Pierce Turner know. is a musician that I like. He's, he's, uh, oh, no, this like... fella This fella has no talent whatsoever. God help him. <laughs> I'll just uh, I'll share that now. There you go. That's Andrew on the on, on, on the left and uh, Mark in, in in the Rovers jersey. Oh, Turner! I wonder is is that uh, I, 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 a fella did a for I had a testimonial when I was at Rovers and a, a fella did I don't know whether it's his dad or not. He made up a mirror for me, you know. Uh, it's actually on the way up to the, the attic. It's still there. Go away. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, uh, I, I was to play against uh, Mick McCarthy's babes, so, but it, it ended up I played Everton, where my, my where my boyhood team. You know, I went over to to see them many the time. But anyway, uh, that's another. I digress. I digress again. I'm going no, I, 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 I love the digression. Just keep me in. Keep the legs in. <laughs> so, so, so Jim McLaughlin signed you in in, in 1983. And as the first season at Milltown, Rovers won the league for the first time in 20 years. Uh, and that was the start of the, 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 the fall in the row. Now, you got two goals in, in 25 appearances. But I'm, I'm fed up by these stats. I'm fed up by these stats. Uh, it was Campbell and Bucko up front, That's of course. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that incredible strike partnership. Uh, oh, now, uh, brilliant. Great. Ah, oh, 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 unbelievable! But but, but now now you, you had a lot of injury problems that season. I'd have, I'd have, I did. I one thing after another. I mean, I couldn't. I remember the match to clinch the league title. I think we were playing Sligo. I'm not sure, and it was in Glenmalure, right? And I had gone over on my ankle badly. I think it was ligament trouble or whatever. Right. And McLaughlin is beginning to think now at this stage, he's after, he's after paying fairly big bucks for me. And he's thinking, I think I bought a dud here, you know. Bloody guy is injured all the time, you know. And then, so what does he do? He brings me aside in the dressing room in Glenmalure, gives me a Viviopto, pretending it was a painkiller. A Viviopto. Is that, that's a procedure, is it? No. No, what, what, <laughs> what is it? It's a tablet. It's a... It's a it's a it's a it's a tonic tablet. Oh, a bit of go-go juice. Yeah, well, well, it, it was it was more very mild. Right. But he thought that my ankle was all in my head. Oh, it's not a psychological mean? thing. Yeah, psychological. I, I, I'll give this guy a tablet, and you know, I'll see what. You know, like, I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't actually walk. No mind play football. But anyway, I and went out on the pitch that day. Yeah. And that was was that the same day then you 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 won the race at a, a fairy house. <laughs> you just kept going, was it? 
Yeah, no, 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 no. That's before your time. People of my generation would know what a videoctor was. You know, right. they were a, they were a tonic type tablet type thing. You know, and, and did it work? What do you think? <laughs> it's, well, I'm interested now in getting no, some myself. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, I won't bother then. Definitely not. I thought I was taking a painkiller, but it, tor it turned out that it was actually a, a Viviopto, which is, would, would be coated in a brown type of tablet at the time. But anyway, look at that. I digress again. I don't know why. But anyway, the following, the following year, uh, yeah, I was bombed. Because the, the, I, 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 I had the first full season there, but injured every second. Oh, I don't know. I don't, it was a nightmare. And then, come Christmas time, Torlock came in for me in that long town. Uh, now, you, you, you used to, you, you tended to gravity to, to, to the wing, uh, centre forward position. Is that right? Yeah, well, I, I started off as an out and out left winger. Yeah, yeah, an out and out left winger. And then, uh, as the, 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 the later on in my career, I, I, I gravitated towards centre forward. Yeah, right, and that's where you're most comfortable with yourself. Well, you know, it's it, 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 in the sense that I wasn't. I mean, I wouldn't have been the quickest, right? Right. But probably it w that was a kind of a drawback. At one stage, uh, Borney had showed an interest in me uh, when I was with Bowles, but uh, um, I'd say like I, I didn't really have that turn of pace. Do you know what I mean? So the centre forward kind of thing. Just laid up with a stick. Uh, like I'd normally stick with me, you know. So and I, I, I bring people, bring other people in. Yeah, you know what I mean. So uh, that that was. Uh, but in those days, you you, you did it. You, you you played off your own bat. You didn't play to a formula, you know. Now I, Billy was very very structured, and he like he. I remember him coming back one of the pre seasons, and he was after being over with sports, and he all new ideas and, and that type of. Thing. He was always a. He was a, he was a, he was a, he was before his time, right? Really. Always on the lookout. Yeah, he was always looking for new ideas or whatever. Uh, but in those days, we just went out and played. You know what I mean? There was no, no <laughs> making our shape to us, really. You know, just give it your we're all. Fit. We're fit. We're fit. Uh, well, so look now, you, you, you rejoined Rovers in '93. And, and Ray Ray Tracy put a great team together. Uh, Alan oh. O'Neill, a safe pair of hands. Gagan banging in the goals. Uh, John right. Towle, uh, and he's a he's a great bloke. Uh, but did, yeah, yeah. Did, did, did you did you actually think you were got a challenge b b beforehand though? Oh, I I I always wondered uh, about Ray Tracy's intentions. Like when I, mean, I, I was I was I was in the the evergreen period of my career. You know what I mean? I was in like the Halcyon days were were well gone, and I was 36, 37 when I won that league. But I played with uh, a freedom that I, I that I that I didn't experience before. I didn't mind playing for 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 Rovers, you know. I and, and Ray Tracy would always regale. Uh, you know, I remember playing against when I was with Bose uh, and Bose Rovers. Now he was part of that John Joyle setup where he brought back ex internationals. Do you remember that? Yeah. This would be in the early eighties, and. Uh, Ray used to love telling the story. Uh, I used to give Harry Kenny uh, an awful time when I was when I was I was actually with Bowles, and 
uh, yeah, I, 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 I kicked him from one end of the park to the other. But I remember going up for a ball with Ray Tracy in the middle of the park. Now, he wasn't the biggest of the fellas, right? Yeah. And he, he didn't jump. And he just went. And he, he paired the elbows before it. Well, he got me. And there, I'm, I'm kind of concussed. And I'm blood everywhere. And Ray is looking down. Now, be careful what you do. Harry, Harry Kenny he said, just be careful. Oh, I said, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Mercy for an hour. And you were like, blow the whole shebang. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was off. I was off a pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got stitched. I, 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 my eyes, I wonder, can you see my eyebrows? No. I think I, I, I had walrus type eyes, you know? Oh, walrus. yeah. Yeah. The, 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 from so many, eventually I did get the hang of, of, yeah, going up. Yeah. I used to go up like that, you know, honestly. With the arms down. You know, uh, now, now it's, yeah, well, uh, go up like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no. It was a, it was a boy again. You see, that's the thing about a late developer. It was only done dark when I mastered that, and then I used to give it a, give it a few myself. Give it know? a bit of socks. Yeah. So, yeah. so like lots of memorable moments, obviously, ah, in that, and in that season. So yeah, yeah. So, 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 do you feel that the Rovers fans? They never saw the best of you uh, ten years earlier, you know. No, you, they they never saw the best of me. No, I, I mean I was I I have to I'll hold my hand up. I I I was rubbish. But but you 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 feel, you feel you've you've silenced the doubters. Yeah, I I think second time around, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, you know, around, like, which, uh, it was very enjoyable. And, and four four league title medals in, in, in your focus yeah. as well, you know. So yeah, 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 it's not bad. It's not bad. So so you're 36 at that stage. That's uh, right. Yeah, and, 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 and like that, players are thinking about re re retirement and stuff. But you played a significant part in another league win with Rovers, and you probably had some of the best moments of your career around that time. That that, that is fair to say, isn't it? Uh, after that. Um... Uh, I took a, I, I took a, uh, Alan and myself were in charge when, when Ray left, Ray was hounded out, unfortunately, you know, but anyway, that, that's things, that, that's the nature of football, you know, you, you win a league one season and then I think after a couple of matches he was gone. You that's the, the way it works, you know, you don't expect anything else and I, I always say, and it's, I know it's a cliche, but there's no friends in football, you know. No, it's just, it's, it's you know. That's the way it is. That's, and if you, if you expect anything different, yeah, you're you're you're, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed. That's the way it works. Uh, I know that from a bitter experience. But uh, yeah, I, I went into management then. I, I'm a bit sketchy then over the, the. I think I ended up playing with Cove after that management. I'm not sure. Well, one season down there, I scored me a hundred and first goal down there. Believe it or not. Your 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 first goal. My hundred and first goal. Oh yeah, hundred and fourth gold. Yeah, down there it was a, it was a it was a Dyden header. <laughs> Jesus, a hundred and four. Well, that must have been something. And did you know yeah, at the I, time? I, that like, you know, know I, at the time. Yeah, I, I, did, I, I, did, I, did, I didn't know many. I think I scored the hundred goal. I was player manager with Athlone. I was like I've been more clubs than Jack Nicklaus now, honest to God. So uh, I, I don't really know who I was with or where I was, but. Uh, I do remember scoring, and it was against Galway. 
So, so, so around that time, then just be, before that, that's that great team broke up, and you, you gay yeah. going born, they went off the shells. Uh, Eccles, right, yeah. we lost him and the Bosnian, and, and unfortunately. Terry, you played in, in Rovers' worst ever European defeat, a 7 0 loss to Corn Kick Zebras. Uh, yeah, uh, Gornick Zabra. Zabra. Yeah, I, I don't know the pronunciation of it. But, uh, uh, that, that, I remember going out there, and I don't think I lasted the full game because uh, uh, I think I was after getting that operation, and it was my one of my first games back. Uh, I think we drew. Drew the the return match in 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 the RDS nil all was it was it nil uh, it was it was two nil a half time. Uh, that, no, no, that, I'm talking oh, about out, out there. Out there it was something like six or seven, wasn't it? Out there it was seven, yeah. yeah but, there seven. Was, but, but there was the draw at the RDS though. Yeah, it was a draw. But yeah. I don't think it, I don't think there was any goals involved. Um, but that but Alan Alan Dodd was sent off that Alan game. Dodd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and, and that's when I went. I suppose you're, you're, you're a man down, then it goes from bad to worse. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but, but what was the preparation like for that game? Was there much of a build up uh, for you? Or? Uh, no, again, uh, I, I, it's just kind of sketchy. I, I, do, I do remember being over there, uh, and uh, I do remember the. The eve of of, of the, the actual game, I remember it was gone out on the town. We were more kind of interested in that, I think, than than the, the result. You know. Oh, but I went went in Rome. You know. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was a kind of an out out of the way location. Uh, well, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, do, I do I do remember uh, John McNamara, and he went off to see one of the concentration camps. I don't know which one of the concentration camps it was. It was in Poland, and. Uh, um, that, that, that's where Garlic Shaker are from, Poland. Yeah, the Auschwitz. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he went to see. He took a train journey. Uh, it's not exactly uh, close to it, but uh, he, he did take a journey, uh, a trip to, to Auschwitz. I think it was. Yeah. And course, well, I suppose now that the the, 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 the court would have come down by then. 90, yeah, it was wasn't yeah. great. Yeah, Alan myself took over after a couple of matches. I'm not sure what stage. Uh, Ray were Ray was gone. Uh, Ray and, and uh, Tony, uh, Tony, Tony was uh, the second in command. Uh, no, uh, you were also substituted that game for for, for Chris Giles. Uh, That's the, the, right, the, yeah. The, the, the son of the great Johnny Giles. Now, did, 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 That's did right, the apple, yeah, yeah. Did the apple fall from from the tree there or what? Huh? Must have been a windy day when that apple fell, huh? Oh well, yeah. Chris, like it was hard to match Joyce, wasn't it? Of course, it was hard to match him. The tough act uh, of folly. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris was uh, Chris was a good lad as well, uh, but um, I, I remember actually playing against Giles and Dunty when uh, I was with Home Farm, and like Giles. He was. He wasn't. He wasn't demonstrative or anything like that. But he was quiet. But boy, God, you just were looking over your shoulder to see where he was. <laughs> he, He's gone. He, he. He. He was. He was lethal as well as as, as a very good footballer. But yeah. he, he knew. He knew how to look after himself. I, I, I'm not speaking out of turn. 
by now or not, but I know, I know he was he was actually in for me. Um, uh, Giles was in for me when when I joined Bowles that time. So there was Giles, McLaughlin, and Billy Young. All had your all had the oil on you. Yeah, when I was playing at home farm. Yeah, yeah. So Dude. it was between the three of them, you know. Well, that, that, like, that's a great compliment, you know. To, ah, to, yeah, to it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. I often wonder, like, uh, like I, I think I, I did well with Bowes uh, without any undue pressure or whatever. And I often wonder if I'd have gone to Dundalk or maybe I'd gone to Rovers, but, you know, the way you'd gone a different path and would things have turned out differently? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll it, let, we'll it, it's one of the imponderables, you know what I mean? That's it. That's, that's it. Imponderable, I like that. You I like really, that, you know? I do, yeah. It's a big word now for me, isn't it? I, well, it's a big award for me, imponderable. But I like to say, it rolls off the tongue. So that was Terry Prof, uh, Charlie Walker. Yeah. Famous names. Famous name in, in Irish football, isn't he? The man who uh, scaled Paul McGrath, got him to Man United. I love Winston's question. Uh what did you do before Collins? <laughs> Terry, Terry doesn't like Collins. Um, so yeah, more more from Terry later, especially some of the Robert stuff, RDS, uh, European games. So you can uh, did he ever mention about Mark Turner's uh, lunch at lunchtime? What it what it, it entailed? Is that where it all began? <laughs> Is that where the fast food obsession no. began? I'm not sure, but the way he responded, I'm not hundred percent sure he remembers Turner. He just said. Ah, Turner. But then, I don't know what the hell he was talking about, so (laughs) I can't confirm he remembers Turner. Yep, so more for part two coming up. But the draw on Istanbul, Prof, last Friday, CEO and club secretary were there representing us on Albourne and Dennis, as far as I know. Not in Albourne's first rodeo, is it? Remember him and Rochi in Monaco? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and apparently they got a jockey back off the Hungarian boys, so they actually flew with Fernish Faros on the way home. Ah, very good. So there you go. But um, yeah, the build up that morning, Prof, we were running around work like blue arse flies. You and the bear, you ran work. over to the TV room. Work flew, boy. Because you're just going around talking to everybody about who we can yeah. get and all. It's just one of those. It's the easiest day in work in a long time. We were saying, uh, Mark Turner, congratulations as well. We probably have it later on. But Mark Turner and Audrey, congratulations on your lovely baby, baby boy, Lennon. But we were going to call the baby Villarreal. <laughs> yeah, if we had a gone Villarreal <laughs> Benidorm Turner yeah. Villarreal Turner um, yeah so congratulations but the excitement was building prof and we were ultimately drawn with K- KAA Ghent Mould and we should get actually Aussie Nate to mispronounce these <laughs> um, and your garden so we're off to Belgium Norway and Sweden so brilliant brilliant stuff prof I'm booked for Belgium as it stands with the whole Parsons gang you've got Belgium and Sweden under the belt now. I do, yeah. I booked Belgium straight away because you could see the, those prices were rocketing up. Gangsters, man. Like the one I booked went up hundreds of euro an hour after I booked it. It was a Wednesday <sighs> afternoon flight. I had a horrific one. So I was in the middle of booking Brussels in and Brussels out. I had five flights booked. It was coming in at about six, I think it was. I was thinking to myself, I'm happy with that. That's brilliant. Taxes, everything included. And you know when you go to pay and it just totally fucks you back to the start of the race. And That's not happened to me before, no. Did, what, What's did you just It wouldn't go through. It oh, just wouldn't, wouldn't happen. Okay. I think Staff's cousin was saying something similar that they just wouldn't take the money and it, it never happened. And when I went back in to do it, two grand. 
Jesus. That's nuts. 470 that, each. Was that the Thursday morning one? That was the, yes, that's so we, we, we decided to go on the Wednesday. That's what that was. The we Thursday were morning one was, was a grand by one o'clock. Mental. Like, that's normally, I've been to Brussels, I think, three times now with Lar. We, we might have a couple of days here and there and we'll say, Do you know what, come on, where's cheap? Yeah, Brussels mm. is always cheap. Always. We go into the Greek quarter and have fucking drink loads of beer. Great little city, but 40 quid is the norm. 30 to 100 quid to get there. And yeah. then you're looking at a thousand. Having said that, I wouldn't I wouldn't go to a European game on the morning of. I always like the night before. The night before is the so, best. We know, probably. Yeah. The night before is the best. If you know, you know. I've said that. I'm not sure why so many are going over at 6 in the morning. Because I, I saw that at one twenty-five, And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm not getting up at 6 in the morning. I think well, six in the morning. I just think to myself, "Fuck it, why not?" Who like it's it's. I don't care. <laughs> get, get back to me in two weeks. Tell yeah. me how you feel about getting up with that. Uh, that I think error. I'll be alright. I think I'll be alright. My initial reaction was, I was disgusted with this group. I hated it. We all were like when when the balls were drawn. We 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 were kind of like, ugh. What a quote from Maloney. Scan the fucking avia. Maloney like getting up on Christmas morning, and getting a cowboy suit instead of a PlayStation. <laughs> yes. Um, well, yes. the reason for this is, if you take out the places we couldn't travel to because of COVID, and if you go back all the way to 2015 when we played OzBK in Norway, we have played a lot of Scandinavian teams yeah. in the last seven years, and to get to a group stage and two out of the three are from Scandinavia, that's why I was pissed off, and I like going to new places. So I booked Belgium straight away and I was a bit hesitant on Sweden because I was like, because I'm like, okay, I've done England, Iceland, Czech Republic, Sweden, Norway, Malta, Belgium. Want to somewhere new. But then I know it's a lot of buzz building up around. Sweden's going to be the one, man. Because a lot of things like this, the 20 year anniversary of the Jur Gardens game, 2002, UEFA Cup. It just, yeah, a lot, a lot of excitement around that one. So I was like, okay, well, I, I just regret missing out on that. So I booked. And uh, there was a headline from Dan McDonald in the paper which kind of sums up our feelings I think and that was points over glamour there's an opportunity for points yeah definitely especially over at home. glamour here yeah, particularly at home yeah. um, the roots prof I think I don't yeah. think there's any crazy roots here I mean Belgium's Belgium you know I, did you see anybody getting the connectors London maybe you're on, no you're going London for Sweden aren't you yeah I'm, I don't think there's any connectors for I Belgium, actually have for between between Belgium and Sweden I only I have all direct flights except on the way back. Mm. I'm going um, going through London, Gatwick. But um, yeah. No, we're going through home through Eindhoven, and that's I think what the way we were looking. I've gone down the rabbit hole and back up and back down again. So we ended up getting five bus tickets for seventy quid, and it takes two and a half hours just to get mm. there. So a little road trip for the family. That's why I'm spinning it to them anyway. <laughs> but it's it's handy enough. I think a couple of other lads are renting cars. So whoever flew into Eindhoven, I think it was one seventy to get a car. So they're driving that from Eindhoven to Ghent, and then Ghent to Eindhoven. So that was one seventy. But I tried to get a one way car to cross the border. I was looking at seven hundred quid. So the train is about one hundred twenty quid for five people as well. There's two stopovers. So there's loads of options to get you in and out of Eindhoven mm. if you are on the fence about actually crossing borders and thinking you might be a bit far away but it's grand trust me yeah so we're off to Belgium the city of beer oh, yes. uh, Dush Jerry says the draw I've been hoping for since we started our European journey just became reality my beloved Shamrock Rovers against Ghent a stone's throw from my hometown 
a dream come true. So presumably Jerry will be getting the old train across or something there. He was. I was um, talking to him on Saturday. Very, very complimentary of the public transport system. So we are going to run a bus, which is we've two buses booked now at the minute. Two of them are full, but we're going to try and upgrade again to get more seats to get everybody in because there's more people on the flight. There's loads on standby, so stay tuned. We will keep you updated if we get an upgrade. Yeah, we've started our, our pub in, in Belgium as well, haven't we? Follies. Yeah, Follies. We, initially, we were looking at the, what was the Celtic Towers? Yeah, Celtic Towers, but they've no kitchen and they weren't really pushed on doing a deal. Plus, shite name. Yeah, shite name. Not, Fuck I Celtic. I don't want Celtic shiders. Celtic shiders. Uh, Malda is looking very tricky to get in and out of. Um, I've decided not to go to Malda, but um, yeah, very, very awkward to, to, very awkward trip. Is it and, a logistical um, nightmare, yeah? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Um, we don't stop. Other, prof. yeah. No. With a nerdy fact, just copped that Jens Petter Hogg is on loan at Ghent from Eintracht. We were talking about this in our group. His brother came on for Dundalk last Sunday while on loan from Hibs, so we likely have played against two brothers while they're on loan from the parent clubs. That's pretty cool stuff. Neil O'Reardon tweeted in a Sun article. He said Dundalk's on loan winger Runar Hoga. Warren's Shamrock Rovers that is Europa League winning big brothers come to get them next month <laughs> going to get you yeah that's a real uh, <laughs> playground thing isn't it come get me brother the Beijer. Um, he's not impressed by us <clears throat> as, as in he played for Dundalk against us two weeks ago and apparently he's not impressed by us Gar. Uh you lost 3-0 mate was it the yeah was it the 3-0 spanking you got uh, what else we got we had French Farris group was Monaco Trabzonspor draw his mates and our old friends Partizan Belgrade although we wouldn't have got that group though because it's different pots I was watching Monaco on Saturday I think it was on no, Sunday against PSG and <laughs> delighted we didn't get them because they were they were very very good Kevin Volland you've got Bignetter you've got some serious footballers there I think we know our levels yeah. at this stage Conference League is our level and the draw was only about 20 minutes old and you know who was getting in touch not with us but I think it was was it Stavros Cousin he was talking to? Marcus Russell. Yeah, so uh, you got a message from... This is a blast from the past. You got a message from a fellow you interviewed in the Friends Arena. Yeah, that's where I talked to him, Marcus. Yeah, I remember the, the German 1860 Munich fan. I'm nearly sure someone came up to me and goes, yeah, yeah, he's over there. Will I introduce you? And I was like, no. <laughs> do not introduce me to anyone right now. I don't do interviews in this state. Not at all. Like, do you want to meet no. someone new and could really have a lasting impression on him? No. <laughs> yeah, so we might meet up with him um, at the game. Also, we should mention, crucially, all three home games, 8pm kickoffs. Oh, wow. Seriously? Yep. Brilliant. Was not a big fear. Huge. Six o'clock, you're still sitting in traffic. Do you remember times, those you know six I mean? o'clocks? Horrible. Against Ruben Kazan, Spurs. I still remember that traffic it was mental absolutely terrible nearly missed one of the games um, Tommy Tarmy says Linfield being out that reduces their fines potentially by a couple of million and I think people know the bonuses by now 500 grand for a win 166,000 for a draw and what do we get for winning our league 110 or something 100,000 yeah yeah um, so yeah Steve Siri makes a good point your garden have a top of the table game against Hammerby a few days after playing us in Tata so they'll be prioritising that mm, there we go prof see that's it they all have their own domestic challenges as well they actually don't have a good European record anyway your garden I saw some of their fans talking about us saying oh well they're 
days in robbers are, are seated above us but that's meaningless I wouldn't look too much at the Swedish football because AIK went spiralling out against a mediocre team I haven't got it here in front of me but definitely Azakil Buzetti's boys went mm-hmm. out so yeah Prof really looking forward to this European run it's going to be great but we'll move on to the big one FAI Cup we won 2-1 and draw that after extra time to put us into the quarter final of the FAI Cup and Brad's put out a strong team but most notably Neon Poles and GoProf and Alan Manis on the bench and apparently yep. he was a bit rigid in the warm up and he wasn't too flexible a little mm. bit uh, probably injured we don't know Jack Burns first star since May also dropped away coincidentally first star since then uh, Gary was a cup snob again mm, God, I don't even want to talk <laughs> I'm fucking middle of Kildare Arsa Kildare yeah. slash Carlo yeah, I went on uh, the Wack Express. This, this is my first away day since Malta. I couldn't believe that. Jesus. This must be the worst run of away day games I've missed in about 10 years. Mm, since you're in your whole career. Yeah. Um, the Wack Express, prof, full to the brim. Um, yeah, full enough, yeah. Um, Kieran K.A. Gentleman. He was on his first away day bus. So, was uh, Robbie Gaffney robbing bottles again? He had a good time. Gaffney, you don't think he was on the bus? Um, Dangerous Dave in good form as always he oh. says he might have to rent out an apartment in Central Europe with all these <laughs> a base, <laughs> a base apartment games. yeah a base apartment yeah and I've spoken to the Rovers management Garrett and they've agreed that uh, if we win the cup and we're parading the trophy around in the Abbo and all that in November anyone who wasn't at the Banger Celtic or Drogheda games are not permitted to touch the trophy or get a selfie with it. Ben clearly said this to me as well. He's like, uh, if you aren't that banger, you don't get to touch it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the early, build up prof. So early goal, um, I actually, me and Kieran were getting the hot drug for six euro and we only just made it into the, into the shed. So we didn't catch this goal properly. The hot drug. The hot drug. Tell me, come on, and, talk to me. Ah, uh, very... Okay, maybe average is harsh. Can I can I be honest? No, no more than well? six hours. I'm barbecues lately. I'm a big fan of hot dogs. I'm not not the spam, fucking fake meat one. I'm talking about the good big leek and apple sausages, mm-hmm. artisan fucking designs. Amazing bit of mustard, some crunchy onions, the whole lot. Tell me about yours. Six euro. That that's going to be a whopper. Well, the burger was eight euro. So out of principle, I refused to get a burger. So I'm not paying <laughs> eight euro for a burger. But um. I know it was decent. Um, Did you go mustard? Do you go mustard on your hot dog? Ketchup, onions, on, on the, uh, mustard was there on the table. At least the option was there. So you could throw that on as well. So it was okay, but not, not magnificent. Either. So we're going to the um, game itself anyway, Puff. But this goal is not getting enough love. Gaffney's not getting enough love on this goal. He takes a shot with his left. Great save. But then he manages to volley back an assist. Yeah. And Gannon stabs it home. Rob Dawn wins the golden goal. 200 quid in his back pocket. But you know what was even better about it? It reminded me of Twig and Sligo. When we ruined the party for them. When they won the league. He takes a shot. Hits the bar. And then scores his own volley back off the bar. Yeah. And I just thought to myself. That was yeah. amazing. What an assist. Unbelievable assist. So brilliant stuff from Gannon. Have you heard a few people. We're not going to do a big Gaffney Loving segment again. But just have you heard a few people lately say. I didn't. wasn't mad about Gaffney until I saw him in person. See the it, seems be, it seems to be some sort of thing where if you only pay attention to him at a live game you can fully appreciate the all round I don't know impact. I think that's people jumping on the bandwagon because mm. they were shitting on him before Probably, and they're like yeah. oh that's their excuse now to like him um, um, this is my first time mm. 
at United Park or whatever it's called now, heading the game park since COVID. Jeez. First time back here. I never liked this ground because of the view. Because you can't see about a quarter of the ground. Yeah. Uh, mm. But having said that, the atmosphere in that shed is deadly. And that that half hour of extra time was up there with the, some of the best atmospheres this season. It was cracking. Mm. The football and itself, the first, chance, first half chances. Um, yeah, Gaffney had a couple of chances, didn't he, where he shot wide, yeah. where he thought maybe he could have could have buried it. Um, and I remember saying, people were saying to me, like, oh, we're very comfortable, aren't we? We're making chances. And I just kept saying, I've seen this a few times this season. I've seen this in Dundalk. I've seen this in Shelburne. Quite a number of games this season. Yeah. We've made five or six chances, scored one, then we don't come out the second half, then they equalise. And it happened again. Yeah, it happened again. Um, so we really should be putting, like it's a horrible pitch to play on, they really turn it into a scrap. We we didn't play any nice football on this pitch, it's very, very hard to implement our type of style on this yeah, pitch. We need pitch a wide, well. expansive pitch for us to kind of do our thing. Bit of bit of uh, individual brilliance is what's needed here. But Jack Bourne, Jack Bourne was excellent. Um, I move on to the second half though. Prof Dean Williams came back to haunt us. Well, we, was, were, we were poor first fifteen minutes uh, of this half. It was just like, come on, like pull it out of the bag here, lads. It's it was poor. But I thought I thought they were. Uh, I think who 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 made the goal? Great fucking ball in. It was a ball from Number Grimes. 10. Was it Grimes? Still Grimes, Grimes or Grimey as he likes to be called. He drilled it across the box. <laughs> Super and, ball uh, in, good fin. Now positioning wise, what we're talking about, Leon Pauls here, and the sporadic decision to put him in for this such an important game. Um, I think it's possibly harsh to blame him for this, but his starting position when the ball is actually crossed, he's at the front post. Mm-hmm. But I think it actually worked in his favour because he ended up actually nearly saving it. But I think it's harsh to kind of say he put foot wrong here. I think I need to watch it back because when yeah. I saw it live, my first thought was that's a clanger. Because he got his hands on it, and it just seemed like he should have kept it out. Yeah. But if you say it's harsh, all right, then possibly but. harsh. But then again, you could have said he could have caught it, he could have saved it, mm. could have palmed it out and for a throw in. You know, there's there's plenty mm. of, of ways to look at this. Other than the goal, he had a he had a solid enough game. Um, uh, their keeper saved shots from Watts. There was one from Watts where he tipped it over the bar, yeah. and then there was another one from Ferzoy that he saved. I think that was. Around the 88, 89th minute. Ferzoy was, was very good again. And the two subs, item on Ferzoy, good, good energetic subs to bring on. Mm. And um, oh, there was none of them, wasn't there? But they combined. Ferzoy chipped it in for Idemo. I think Idemo headed straight at the keeper. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, started, leggy and cramps starting to kick in. Extra time, prof. Um, just a scrappy, scrappy 15 minutes. And I just thought to myself, this is the last thing I want. Don't want penos. I'm terrified of penalties for some reason. This uh, it really was striking home with me. So I, I was trying to think of have I ever seen Roberts win a penalty shootout at an away league voting ground? Mm. I've seen a Diviva obviously, but I, can't, I don't think I have because yeah. I've seen us still. We lost in Bray. Funny enough, uh, Liam Pauls was in goal for that mm. one league cup match. I really, really didn't want this going anywhere near penalties, and I just thought this is where we get a bit of you know a bit of quality, and when someone mm. steps up, but. Step up, Ferrazoi, little pinger prof in his own half, spots the pass and absolutely pings it out to Oidemo. Oidemo kind of takes a, was it was a Ferrazoi or who, who took the first touch? 
Ferrisoy pings it. First touch is taken by Lyons. I think it hits off Oidemo. Mm. Gets a bit of luck and then Lyons buries it. Now the way the way Andy uh, shaped up for the shot, his body looked all wrong yeah. to be able to twist and bury this from long range. I'm amazed he he places it where he does. It's yeah. it's an incredible strike. Brilliant, and brilliant goal. And mayhem in the stands, bro. Actually, a number of his goals this season have been like that, haven't they? Just sort of like maybe just inside the box or on the edge of the box and he just arrows it. Yeah. Um, but all excellent. the way from home as we know now except one one on Tata. Uh yeah the celebrations the great shot of Andy and Justin going mental isn't there mm. celebrating love that photo two kids two kids so brilliant brilliant stuff but then later we could have we could have hammered it put the final nail in the coffin but I, I really really don't this this baffled me like I don't know it's four on one there three on one easy and yeah. he's, he's on the left he's in slightly to the left of the picture and he's got the pass on the right hand side is on. It's one hundred percent on, right? He goes towards the defender. He actually tries to take a defender on with two options to his right to square it and to finish. I just thought to myself, that is a shocking decision. It was a terrible, terrible decision. And yeah. we're lucky we went on to win it. Three players to choose from, yeah. No, ter- terrible decision there. And I can um, understand being positive and saying you're great and having pats on the backs and everything, but I he needs he need to be pulled for that and say, listen, that was a bad decision. Imagine we had gone to penals, having missed that. Um, yeah. And actually, we had a counter-attack right after that again until, uh, I think, volleyed over. And Gary O'Neill gave him a bit of a blast and for it anyway. But yeah, speaking of Gary O'Neill. Gary O'Neill versus Deegan. Um, Gary O'Neill, six, Deegan, nil. I think that's the way it works <laughs> out at this stage of the season. But Gary apparently, been brilliant. apparently, Deegan was melting that O'Neill during the game. <sighs> Stop. Gary just kept smiling yeah. at him. Smiling <laughs> at him. Nothing worse than someone keeps smiling at you when you're in the height of it. Yeah. He always plays well against us, doesn't he? Yeah. He, always. He tur- he's turns into Roy Keane. That's a great show. No, he is. Yeah. Nobody O'Brien says he turns into Roy Keane. But now, uh, only one winner in the end, prof. But a lot of people not happy with Mick Cook and commentary saying he was very, very. You no, know, I was at a birthday party, so I was in the arse of Kildare with barely any Wi Fi, so I didn't. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't even hear it. The, with the music and everything, mm. only I can only catch the the visuals. But uh, apparently, it was really really biased. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe people can send us in some quotes. I'd be interested to hear maybe one or two of his worst quotes from the from the game because the highlights didn't really pick up any bias. No. So let us know. Um, just a few more notes from the live perspective. Uh, the dog PA having a bit of a mare. They just kept trying to play Fleetwood Mac. For the halftime whistle, just kept coming on accidentally. That doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? We had one there, stewards giving us the wanker sign. So, <laughs> lovely welcome there to the Drada. Are you sure he was giving you just the sign? Just the sign, Gar. Uh, no shy postman shouts. I know someone shouted that at Deegan last time. You're a shy post. But true, you could shout that at Doherty as well. Doherty gets up at five in the morning to do his rounds, oh, and then no. he does training. Don't fancy that now. We're we're yeah. we're, uh, we're institutionalized, prof. And um, once again, the white jersey, hundred percent record. Cracker of a jersey. Cracker of a jersey. Swear it everywhere on the cup. It's, yeah. it's doing the trick, isn't it? Um, and we forgot to mention that in the build of this game, the, the the tickets, rare as rock and horse shit, they were ridiculous. Now a couple of them, obviously, a couple of them kind of sprouted up, and everybody was looked after. I think, but they weren't scanning on the way in, apparently, prof. 
Mm. So that went down a tree. But um, I met, um, I think I've met him before. He's a mate of Jim Conroy. His name is Banjo. And Jim, oh. Jim explained me where his nickname came from before. I remember this. We call him Banjo. Because he's banjoed after four points. <laughs> banjo for morning, banjo for Brussels. But I didn't realise it was Banjo as he was telling me the story. And he just turns to me. and He had one thing in his mind when he found out that it was me from the podcast. And he goes, I want to set one thing straight, right? Oh, here we go. There's a story about me that when Gary Twig scored the first goal in Tala, my false teeth fell out. Oh, by the way, just for context, his teeth had just fallen out before he told the story. Okay. So that's why he's bringing it up. They didn't fall out when Gary Twig scored the first goal and had it. They fell out because I was abusing Adam Kelly. <laughs> At least he didn't even care about the fall now. <laughs> uh, speaking of Andy Lyons as well, Prof confirmed on Monday. Bad news here, but good for him, obviously. Bad news for us. Confirmed that Monday he is signed for Championship Club Blackpool 2023. He sealed the rest of the season with us. And it's about 300k to 5, whatever, plus potential add- add-ons. So, fortunate. Thanks for a season. <laughs> One season and gone. So Eight goals Brilliant. in 32 appearances. And Yeah, no, it's fantastic that we get to keep him for the rest of the group stage. A bit like Ender Stevens when he went to Villa. All those, I'd imagine all he, those years ago. he had a say in this. I'd imagine he probably said, I don't mind sticking around here. Have it full makes si- sense. Yeah, of course. Brilliant European run. And he'll come, he'll come <clears> in in January and he'll have... Well, it depends how you look at that, I suppose. You could, you could argue he'd be tired, but he'll have a whole season behind him. No, it's um, Yeah, so potential add-ons as well, like you say. But that but that, that was always in the, the conversation when we signed Andy Lyons. When Brazzer and McPhail meet players like Andy Lyons, that is always a narrative. It's, look at what we've done for so-and-so and so-and-so. This is an opportunity for you to put yourself in the shop window. Mm. And while you're do while you're here, you can win the league trophy. Enjoy your football, play under a good a good structure and a good team. Mm. Yeah. That's mutually yeah. beneficial. We get the best out of him, he gets the best out of us. How do you think Mandroy feels now? <laughs> Mandroy. How do you think yeah. he feels right now? Has, has he you know he hasn't been in the squad at all. But he did, he did go with an injury though. Either way. Is he, he still injured? He must be very silly. He must feel very silly. But anyway, we move on and we talk about Glenn Dunn. He said we must have made close to a million or more selling left wing backs over the last few years, not even mentioning for long who went to Brighton. And Yeah, um, that's Clark Scales and Lions. So yeah, yeah, we have made a lot of money from that position. And yeah, Furlong Furlong actually did he play? Um, Furlong Furlong played left wing back against a uh, left back against No, I know he played for us. But um, I think I heard he made his Brighton debut Hopefully. recently. Yeah, I think him and uh, um, Ferguson were mentioned in the same breath. So yeah, on the flip side, we have been hit with a wave of fine, we were waiting for this, of almost €22,000 yep. for the shenanigans in the Ludogrets game. Absolute shenanigans, and it provoked some Twitter talk as well. Five so. for the pitch invasion loan. <sighs> Absolute disgraceful he is. You should lock him up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely lock him up. Don't invite him on any podcasts. None, zero whatsoever. Um, yeah, classified check, prof. It's coming in. Person from Carlo. This weekend's FAI Cup results: Lucan United nil, the Bohemian 100% fan-owned poetry, ecological, anthropological, geological, and football club two. In the battle of the cities with small city syndrome, Derry City two, Cork City nil. John Caulfield's Hoof Merchants, Galway United two. 
a bunch of students from UCD 3. Wexford 2, Dundalk 3 after extra time. Bonnegain 0, Damien Duff Shelburne 4. Malahide United 0, Waterford United 6. Minute University 0, Limerick 37, Limerick United, Limerick City 3 United 3. Dry United 1, the Super Hoops Shamrock Rovers 2 after extra time. So that is a random person. Prof, you just happened to be in Carlo. You just pulled him off the streets. I did, yeah. I said, here you go. I just put the phone into his face and said, here, read out these results. <laughs> so off he went. Uh, we've already typed the quarterfinal draw. Oh. Um, there you weigh. Oh. 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 <laughs> that's, that's a different noise you're making there. <laughs> Let's move on. Monday's league results. Shelbourne nil, dirty one. Last minute winner. Sligo 2, Dundalk 0, uh, very, very, very helpful result for us. And Bowes getting absolutely slapped around Daily Mount. 3-1 to St. Pat's with we, some absolutely comical defending. Oh, shocker. Wow, no wonder he got the boo. <laughs> Barry Cotter won the goals. Yeah. Um, He's a wizard. Just on Shelburne, Sean Boyd this season huh. has 21 yellow cards <laughs> and 2 red cards. Now, I actually did highlight this earlier in the season. Do you remember? Remember I pointed out he had 10 yellow you cards? Think, yeah. He was top of the list. You pointed out that his um, disciplinary record was terrible. Yeah. How has he got another 11 since then? Uh, like someone said, he found the bookies that'll take the bet. <laughs> uh, Stoke City and MON are part ways with uh, delusional Bowls fans thinking they can get him in. Unfortunately for Michael O'Neill, but it just wasn't working for him. Uh, fields are... Sean Fielder, friend of the show, met Aaron McInef in a bar in Australia. And uh, yeah, living in Perth, so he'd probably come across me again. And like we said, James Furlong came on as a sub for Brighton the other night. So Glenmalore Rovers profits the section for Glenmalore Rovers and they have um, Tally United. Now that was called off. They've tail locked in Walkstown. So as you're listening to this, we're hoping that they back the three points. 31st of August, half six kickoff and Glenmore's opening game of the season Strand United was postponed at the request of United so the first game takes place this Wednesday Tellocked in Walkerstown Park at half six the game is quickly followed up by the visit of another Tella team to Walkerstown Park Tally United Saturday midday at 12 so to put those dates in your diary Team News is Colin and Eamon Siri are back from a warm weather training camp in Benidorm to boost the Glenmore ranks for this week's games but key players Ryan Hyland and Daniel Sage are still away for both games and they'll be missing Woolley this Saturday and the man if he had two heads for feet he might be a good footballer. <laughs> uh, manager Tommy Kelly gave the players the weekend off training, so he'll be hoping for an energetic performance from the boys on Wednesday and Saturday. So big TK coming back and giving the players a little bit of leeway. But if anyone is free this Wednesday or Saturday, please bring down, come down to Augustown and give the boys some support. All good hoops. And as always, for any listeners interested in playing a bit of ball, Glenmalore are still welcoming new players. Don't hesitate to get in touch with the club secretary, Pat Tutty if you want to sign up but don't be put off if he spends 10 minutes telling you he played Leicester Senior League for Ivy Celtic he does that to everybody and he gives out about Aaron Green he absolutely hates Aaron Green and he wanted <laughs> us to discuss his performance but we don't bully players on this show mm-hmm. that's how it rolls but he hates Aaron Green um, Academy results prof all our young hoops were away from home last week and except the 14s who'd be going on one of Rollstone 9-1 prof 9-1 Tonk <laughs> I think I've come up with a new way of doing it. <laughs> I'm not sure about the the hips gesture now, considering the 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 section Ooh, we're talking okay, about. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just realised that. I was thinking, yeah. okay, can we scratch that one, please? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, punk. 
So we, uh, the 17th Tonk Derry 4 0, the 15th really Tonk St. Pat 7 0. So um, I'm going to get a charge sheet for this section, prof. Uh, women's 19s ran out 2 0 winners at P Mount United, and the women's beat Bray 3 0, 17. So flying along. Yeah, and we've got the UEFA Youth League draw. Oh, this is good. Um, I think Pat's played Red Star Belgrade in the last one, whatever they're called now. Yeah, it's on, on Wednesday. So you should know the draw by the time you're hearing this. This is coming out on Thursday morning. So, and they're actually going to group stage as well, which is very very cool. So, Conan Newlin, unfortunately, um, terrible terrible news for this young guy. He has apparently got a heart condition, so he has to stop playing football until they can get to the bottom of it. So speedy recovery, young man, and we he hope got, he got COVID twice yeah. and it's affected him really badly. This was very very worrying to read. Mm. So speedy recovery for the young man, and he was such a prospect. Is a prospect. He's gonna be back. Bradzer bigged him up big times. You know, big that? time. He talked yeah. about him being maybe the best young player in the league. He's made his debut. Am I right? This season, he has made his debut. So it's a big, big. Uh, we want to want to wish him all the best because we know he'll be back in four and and all cylinder soon. So good luck, Owen. And uh, we move on to Dan McDonald, Prof. The article with Shane Robinson and the project, which is. We got dogs abuse for this. Do you remember how much that word was mocked? Dogs abuse. Even though we never used the word project. The media pick, picked Our up on it. Our rivals used the word. Yeah, the, media the media picked media. up on it, ran with yeah. it, shot all over the roadstone, but now it is ultimately mm. bearing fruit and it's fantastic stuff. But the fantastic article this by Dan. Um, Dan, Dan made a few... Um, this is all fully paid up, yeah? This Dan is made a few hiccups. Paid up to your subscription for Irish Independence. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Dan made a few hiccups in his um, Bose article there today about the, the ticket fiasco. Like, he... he like, he pointed... No mention of the flares, Bose charm flares and Tada. Talking about us not giving tickets to, to Bose at the end of last year, even though that was during COVID. Yep. And we, we didn't have to give them tickets, so... Got a few things wrong there, but this article is excellent. It's talking about um, the young lads, their daily routines, merging sporting work with academic. It's fascinating. Like they, they'll just like they'll go, they'll have train at a certain time in the morning, then they'll go study French and German or whatever. Then they'll come back out on the pitch and they'll do. It's mad, isn't it? Exercise. Isn't it what something whatever. similar to what Tony O'Neill yeah. was talking about that they were in studying fucking geometry. And in the middle of a session, they needed a left footer. So they went into the class and they were like, yep, you, your left footer, come on out. <laughs> you know, it's nuts, isn't it? Must be an amazing environment, yeah. Unbelievable. But he's talking about the excitement around the crop bar in 2009. I think we're all aware of this, aren't we? That's the group that everyone has their eye on. They've won all Ireland's. So when they reach under-17s level, we might start to dominate that age group because at the moment, shells and pats are dominating yep. that age group. And Robbo... There was no actual quotes from Robbo in this article, but it's obvious that he was Robbo was feeding Dan a lot of information. And Robbo counted nine former Robbers young players in a recent Drogheda and UCD senior match. Nine. That's a lot. Nine players. It is a lot. So, as one of the players said this to me, kind of off the record, so I don't want to say who it was, but he's kind of making the point that it's okay if you, if you want to leave. And progress your career. Say like a young player who he he's uh, he's nineteen. He can't play in the nineteens anymore. There's no B division. We 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 weren't granted permission to have the first division team. You can't. I, I was in the fringes. Can't quite break in. It's okay to go to a UCD or a Drada. Advance your career there. 
maybe maybe you'll come back to us. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Certainly is, certainly is. Um yeah, so prof up next. Part two, it's Winston meets Terry. No, no, uh, you you played some big European games. Uh, uh, for, 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 as, you, as you've mentioned, you played against Spartan Lisbon with, with, with the Bowers, yeah. uh, uh, Ajax in the European Cup for the oh, Dark, yeah. uh, and, and 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 the one of the the the, the garlic shaker was your was your thirteenth and final European uh, appearance. No, uh, what what. Was it a struggle for League of Ireland cl- clubs in that in Europe in that er- era? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, if, we, if we got any sort of, of, of result, uh, I do remember uh, Ricky McAvoy. I don't know whether you remember him. We were we, we was a Dundalk side and we were playing against Kishpet Hombit. Bless right? you, Kishpet Hombit in Hungary, right? And our backs were to the wall, right? And we had a break, just a breakaway, and the ball fell to Ricky McAvoy, and he hit it on the volley, and we went one nil up, and we came in at half time, and Torlock was there, Torlock O'Connor, and everybody is shell shocked. And then we we managed to, we managed to, and uh, till the last, I I don't think I I, I got outside of me. The, the, the our penalty box, to be honest with you, in the second half, they peppered us. They peppered us, and they scored a deflected goal near around five minutes to go, or whatever like that, ten minutes to go. Gino would have been playing, and uh, Martin Lawler and, and stuff like that. And Martin would, uh, had a great knack of just keeping me, keep, keeping the reins on me. Yeah, but I, 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 sometimes I ended up playing left full, and he was in, you know, sweeping up. Uh, uh, that's the way he operated but we had to play them we had a great chance of going through because on the away goals because the away goals worked them so with one all we're after taking the lead over there in Hungary we come out in, in Oriel Park and what do we do we, we, we start attacking them oh yeah, the worst thing that ever could happen open uh, yourselves up at the back yeah, uh, we we should have just consolidated, you know, and, and just taken our chances. Uh, now, I I actually think in that match, I I, I got man of the match in in that particular game. Yeah, the one remember in What the the one no. in Oriel's Park in an Oriel, yeah, in Oriel, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I I actually do remember. I've been interviewed after after the game and uh, um. Torlock was, yeah, Torlock was, uh, I think he was a little bit annoyed because of the approach we took. You know, we we, we went out nearly all guns blazing and you didn't. You just kind of, you know, don't show your hand. You know, yeah, just poker face. Toys. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh, as, as you alluded to there, um, yourself and Anna O'Neill were, were, were appointed uh, caretaker managers to replace Tracy. Uh, uh, what, 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 how, how did that meeting go? Or what do you remember of, of, of that time? Like being told uh, this. I remember. Or... I remember John McNamara came to us because uh, we were the senior pros, and he came to us and said, "Look, if Ray is gone, uh, we just like to uh, take over." And of course, the chance of management at, at, at any level, but important, more importantly, Rovers. You know what I mean? A top team, and. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, yeah. It, it, John McNamara came came to the two of us and uh, offered us the job, and we we checked it out with Ray, and Ray was okay. He gave he he gave uh, in a, to a certain degree. He gave us his blessing, and he said, "Look, take over there." But uh, the circumstances of his his uh, removal wasn't very nice, you know. It yeah. Wasn't very nice. Without look at as I said, you can expect that in football, you know. No, no friends in football. No. Um... Uh, Rovers actually the, the, the fans actually had a song uh, about this over 10 hours of football without a goal uh, so so they sang this in the stand uh, it was uh, we'll score again don't know where don't know when put it all we'll score again some sunny day do you remember that? I do I do remember it yeah uh, they, they used to play uh the Johnny Cash song before the games, uh, Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. Yeah, yeah. They, they used to play that one all, all the time. Yeah, they were, they were fairly good uh, 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 vocally. The the, the I, I just, yeah. there's, some, there's some serious talent in there with, 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 with the songs and the tunes and that. They, 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 they missed the vocation, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you had a decent finish to, to the season. Uh, the, 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 the prof from, from the podcast gives gives me all the stats. They were, I, I, yeah. I, I'm no good at them, but he said you, you had a 57% win record for you and, and, and Alan in the league. Uh, and since Milltown, only Michael O'Neill has had a better win rate until S- S- Stephen Bradley. So you're, 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 on, you're, yeah. you're well, in that, good company. Uh, what do they say about statistics? Well, <laughs> most of them are made up on the spot, aren't they? Yeah. I think it's 85% yeah. of them are made up on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Lawyers no, no, but, but, but that's, that's anyway, not a bad thing. 57% win. Yeah, 57. That's the year I was born in as well. A bit of numerology there. Do you like that? I'll, t- I'll tell word, you. Yeah. Do that in the lotto. Imponderable, yeah. Imponderable and numerology. I'm getting educated here. Every day is a school day, huh? 57 uh, was the year I was born, yeah. 17, 7, 57. I feel so, like uh, now I, 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 I'll get my own report. That's yeah, what, uh, yeah. after this, but so, so, so the new consortium came in to 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 w- w- with the Tala Stadium project. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the computer crowd, uh, Compu Global, Hyper Mega Net, or yeah, one yeah. of them. It was kind of messy, and they they wanted they wanted uh, a certain individual in, and we were sh- shown the role, so to speak. You know. Well, uh, yeah. No. I, I, I didn't even have a computer computer in 1996. I don't know if you did now, but I, I no, remember I, the, no, I don't the, think. The, the, the dial up and the noise of the thing. But 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 yeah, we, yeah. we'll talk about what happened. Obviously, then the, 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 they came in and they were back and they took over from John McNamara. Right. And uh, what happened then was uh, Pat Bourne was in situ. Pat, former uh, uh, bowls player. Again, yeah, Pat Bourne and Jerry Ryan and all those fellas. They left. They they left the previous season that I joined. Right. Bones. Yeah, yeah. They they would have left that season. Uh, so uh, I have to say, Pat Bourne is one of the best players that ever played. I mean, ah, I, and, and he, he's he, I interviewed him last year. And he's a gentleman. Ah, he's he's, he's, he's a lovely he's, fella. Spot on, spot on, spot on. But anyway, they were back in Pat Bourne. They wanted their man in place. We weren't their their men, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? So uh, McNamara had backed us, and then new 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 owners arrived in, 
and they wanted they wanted Pat. So we were shown with we Sean. So 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 they they were clearing house kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, which is part and parcel of the, you know that's buy the ticket, take the ride. You know that's yeah, that's the way it works in football. You know, uh, so that's that was that. And, so so, uh, so, so that, that was after four games. Uh, the I 90, think, 96, 97. Yeah, um, I, I, I think it, it, it happened. We played Shells, uh, and I think Nutsy was involved with Shells. I'm not sure. He was a player. Uh, I think he was he was a player. Uh, we played Shells, and we were beaten 2-0. And I think the writing was on the wall then. I think it was four four games, was it? Well, four it was three, three League Cup games and one league match. Yeah, but we were, we were gone after the first league match. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, and and uh, did, did they, were they uh, respectful or was it like, a, you know? Um, I think I was asked to stay on. Uh, but, uh, you know, in, in, in fairness, I, I had took over with Alan. And so I walked with Alan, you know. Yeah. As simple as that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, it was very, very, very cutthroat. It was like, bang, you're gone after the game, you know. And, uh, that was the way it was. No, that's. I, I remember um, Ollie Ollie Bourne was 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 uh, the main man in Shells at the time. He had he had forked out a lot of money because it was the following season, wasn't it? That I think uh, Alan Bourne left and Gago. They were playing. They were they were playing with. Them. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I actually don't know who scored it, the actual goals, but. Uh, we we were we were we were fairly pummeled in that game. Shells outplayed us big time, big time. Uh, so 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 Pat Bourne now was the uh, uh, he's, he's the he he yeah he's the commercial manager and and, and in charge of the, sta- the 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 stadium project. Now um, as I said, I, I interviewed Pat and he's a gent. But do you think something shady went on there when 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 the first team manager's job? Or was it like uh, uh, the, the bar? Oh, I, don't know I, I don't know whether it was shady. I mean, the, the whole thing about Glenmalure and uh, getting, you know, the, the house is built on it now. And uh, like th- that was uh, that was another dimension altogether. Uh, this crowd were coming in looking for their own stadium, basically. Uh, I know Dermot Keeley managed Rovers at one stage. Didn't it? Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, but then after that, it was you know what was the name of the group that was that was formed? Um, oh, the the the, the four hundred club, Cram Cram, or something like that. Cram Keep Rovers of Milltown. Yeah, but uh, no, it, it didn't happen. Uh, and uh, I always remember Phil Green. You know, being very active in it as well. Phil Green. Um, well, that's you know, I mean, he, he once referred to me as as the Karl Marx of the left wing. The Karl Marx of the left wing. <laughs> I like that. The Karl oh, Marx of the left. That that was Philip Green's. Uh, I remember him because uh, I, I in my early days with with balls, I had this big. My hair grew out. It's hard to imagine a you know like a cue ball like that, but uh, my hair grew out. It didn't grow long. Right, so, and I had a beard, and I, I I I actually did look a little bit like like Karl uh, Marx. Yeah, you know the way he's a beardy type of fellow. That those days are well gone now, anyway, for sure. Well, 
I, I, I like that though because it's it, it, it's it has a play on the words left wing. Ah, it's very good. It's very, clever, very, good. very clever. Very clever. Karl Marx in left wing. I always remember that. So 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 Rovers fans are naturally they're, they're furious. Um, you got Sherlin Alan McGrath uh, has to issue an apology, uh, accepting that the inexperience on his part w- w- was to, was to blame. Now, uh, now that's not to 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 use you and 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 uh, but that's it's no use to you. Yeah, I, I, no, I'd uh, forgotten his name. It was Alan McGrath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do, do you remember talking to the 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 hoop supporters about what were they saying around that time? Uh, I don't actually remember. Uh, talking to them uh, Alan might have a better me- recollection of it now uh, uh, as far as I was aware uh, I remember Nutsy we had signed Nutsy this is Pat Fenlon we had signed him as part of our new team sorry no I'm, I'm getting mixed up there now again this is my, my, my memory is sketchy when, I, when management's involved not too bad when the early the Bose team and whatever but uh, yeah, we had signed uh, Nutsy, and we signed Tony Cousins as well. Do you remember Tony Cousins? He yeah. played with balls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and they were our two big signings. So I think we signed Nutsy from, I think it was from uh, Glenthorne or something like that. I'm not sure. But uh, I remember doing a routine with, uh, with Nutsy and then I don't know whether it was Alan McGrath or Pat Bourne arriving up to the training ground and saying, right, you're gone. Simple as that, you know. No, I don't remember any talks with with uh, with the, 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 the supporters. I don't remember any talks then. So it was just as simple and, and, and as cold as yeah, that and yeah. boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in fairness, they have their own ground now, so I mean, they're not too, they're not too bad. It's been a, been a, been a long struggle. To, to get to ah oh, stop, yeah. but, but 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 like that you, you you found your way back to the club Terry and you were assistant manager then under Roddy for two thousand four really and two thousand and five and yeah. some now some people say he's a spoofer and other people say he's a genius. Well, he won the double, so you can't you can't hold that against him. Now, what what, what was he like to work with? Because you, you would have been on the the kind of uh, the, the inside with him. Yeah, but, I was on the inside with him, and uh, and it was a, it was a mad time at the club that that, that yeah, period. Yeah. Uh, like well, the relegation, he, and he spotted Paddy McCourt. Remember Paddy McCourt? Yeah, he scored some outstanding. He was he was he was actually Rolls Royce. Now Roddy had a he had a good feel for players, uh, and then then again he hadn't right. But with Paddy McCourt, like like Paddy McCourt. He ended up playing with Celtic, I think. But uh, the whole problem with with Paddy McCourt was he wouldn't track back. You know, as a, as a as an attacking player, he was brilliant. But like he put his hands on his hips after he, he when he went on amazing. But uh, no, Roddy was. Uh, I like working with Roddy because you didn't know what was going to happen from one day to the, to the next. It was, you know. I'd say it was. Yeah. I'd say it was. Uh, it was interesting to say the least. You know. Yeah, yeah. Now he he lambasted uh, uh, after he won the double. I remember him on the radio and I said, oh, "Like I think he was gone after he, uh, he won the double with balls." No, so. Who was he lambasting? 
I think the board. And you don't, you don't, you don't, you know, you don't cut off or you don't bite the hand that feeds you, you know. You don't saw the branch you're sitting on, as they say. Well, there you go. Uh, you know, but, but, I, I thought he, he probably thought he was above that, you know, but uh, uh, they, they got their... But what, 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 what's your favourite um, uh, Roddy quote to, to, to you personally as a, as a player or an official or, or can you remember? Um, I, I wouldn't have one offhand. I do remember uh, Paul Bourne who again played for Rovers. Remember, remember Paul Bourne he played with Bowes I think and he played with Rovers. He also played in, a, in a, an old firm match uh, and he scored when Liam Brady was in charge of, of uh, Celtic and I do remember him ringing in sick one night right and uh, Roddy says oh, I'm going to sort that out you know and I think it was whatever it was he had boxing boots and uh, boxing gloves in the car and so the two of them went at it yeah that's, that's the truth that's the truth that's how you fix that problem yeah 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 I, again, oh, yeah. and that's that's the the, the, the kind of the, that those characters. You, you yeah, get it it's now. gone. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It, it, it's definitely gone now. Um, so uh, yeah, I still keep in, in kind of contact with Rod Roddy here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, no bridges born there. Well, that's it. You know, yeah. keep yourself on the right track. Yeah, yeah. Carl yeah. on the left wing. But I tell you, look, I, I'm going to fire a few more questions at you. Now, it's, it's, it's nothing too complicated. Um, but uh, for you, what's your, what's your proudest moment uh, as a player? Well, it, it would have to be playing against Argentina and Maradona in 1980. Right. It's actually, yeah, in 1980. So uh, I think I was with Bowles at the time. I was with Bowles at the time. And Maradona played. Now he hadn't played in the '78 World Cup. That's right. He was dropped, because wasn't I, he? He wasn't. He wasn't selected. I, I don't think he. I think he was too young. I think he was around 19 when he played. Uh, it was in. It was in June. I think it was June. Of, of yeah, that's it's literally many 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 years ago. Is it now? Jeez, 40, 40, 40, uh, 40, 41. 44, Yeah, forty two. Yeah, yeah. Forty one, forty two. Uh, so. Uh, that has to be you know and there is a YouTube video right and it just shows you like how your memory fails you at times I have no recollection because the start of this YouTube video shows the game and who's the first player that's panned on yourself on their on their six yard box bearing down on goal and then I decide to cut it back to nobody, to one of their players. I should have, I should have cracked it. Should have had imagine, a pop. Imagine, there wouldn't be a bar in Dublin that would be deserted. They, 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 I, I cleaned out all the, oh no, your man's going to talk about that goal again, you know. So, you know, I, 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 I've completely blanked. I, I do not remember being in that situation, but it shows on the footage that I, I, I was. Bearing down on goal, and I, I, I obviously had a great. Now I have the number four, Algun. I have his jersey. Actually, it's up here. Believe it or not. And, and I have could, could, could you tell at that time 
with someone like uh, special. The pitch was wasn't great, by the way. Uh, you you might have a look at it there, and it's the ball yeah. bobbling around a lot, and the ticker tape and all that. It was about seventy thousand dollars. But uh, and funny enough, Austin Brady was playing. Remember Austin Brady played? Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, and I don't I don't know whether he did play. I'm not sure. I don't know whether he was on that now. But there was a Brady there, and they were wondering whether it was Liam Brady because the agents was Louis Kilcoyne was 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 the main man. Like th- those were talk about trips abroad with League of Ireland, you know, representative teams. They were brilliant. You know, we 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 were all over the world, yeah. all over the world. Uh, but uh, yeah, and they, again, they, they, you you could you could play these games. It's not it's not so much pressure on you. You know, no, no, but they only beat us one nil, and Maradona scored a goal. And like we were all, with Dermot Keeley was on, we were teachers, or taxi drivers, uh, postmen, shopkeepers. You know, we just uh, a mix smash, you know, of, of everything, you know. And uh, for them to, to for 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 us to hold out to one nil was was a fair achievement, you know. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what's what's the best goal you ever scored? The best goals, uh, I I actually do remember another hat trick that I scored with with uh, with balls. I think I scored three hat tricks for for balls. One was against Sligo, and uh, what Pats is half. what you said, wasn't it? Was, was it this one? No, one was Pats. One was the Leinster Senior League match, and now I'm not remembering another one. It's amazing the memory, isn't it? I tell you, it all comes flooding back. Yeah, uh, I remember scoring a hat trick. I was I was actually out for for a few, I think I had a broken toe or something like that. But uh, I do remember that hat trick and uh, feeling feeling very good about myself because um, I, I did score uh, quite a few goals of balls. Um, this was before any mention of the the, the Rovers thing, you know. But anyway. Uh, that's best. What was what was again? Sorry, the best goal you scored. Oh, the best goals. Uh, oh, let's see the best goals. I remember scoring one in uh, in the run up to uh, we won the league. Uh, we 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 played we played uh, Bray in in in, in uh, Oriel. I think this was in nineteen eighty seven when we won the double, and we were playing Bray. And I got two goals. And I remember uh, one of the headers. I think I must have risen as high as I've ever risen uh, to, to meet a ball. Uh, it, it just, it, 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 I, I seem to be towering over, over the defender, whatever, and hitting it right on the meat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As everything header, everything like, gelled. Everything, everything, everything gelled. And then I think Torlop took me off because we were we were preparing for a cup final and, and, and stuff like that, you know. Uh, but um, I do remember that that particular goal. Yeah, I do remember as well. Um, I, don't, I don't know whether there's any footage of it. It might be away in some, uh, somebody's locker somewhere. But, oh, we, uh, we, we, we could, uh, we, I'm sure the, 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 the prof would be able to find it. You can play most things <laughs> yeah, when, he's not, yeah. when he's not messing Actually, up stats. One one of the goals I scored uh, is on YouTube, and it was against Pats in the RDS. 
uh, that year we won the league in 1993, 94. 93, yeah. 94, yeah. I did nothing for the whole, and Ray always reminded me, he said, you did nothing in that match except score the goal, the only goal. Now, I clipped it over, over the keeper. Uh, it was against Pats. I remember Brian Kerr, uh, you know, he was manager of Pats at the time. Uh, um, the keeper's name escapes me at the moment. Uh, Odell. Odell. Right, are you falling asleep there? No, no, no. <laughs> that was a, is it freezing? Yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah, Odell. And uh, he came out. And I was on the right-hand side, but I was always left-footed, you know, left side completely. So that's why, you know, so that accounts for the tangents, the tangential. Oh, my God. Ponderable tangent. Tan, what's that one? Tangential. Tangential. Very good. Very good. And, and a gent, you know, into the bargain. But anyway, uh, I was on the right-hand side. I was in the box. He came out, and I just clipped it over. That was, that was, a, that was a good moment as well. Now, as Rave pointed out to me several times after that, he says, Neville, you were brutal in that game. All you did was score. <laughs> Which, that's all it takes, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he was good. He, he was good. That he was. He was a great man manager, Ray Tracy. But well, uh, Motor Neuron got to him as well. Uh, that's the way it goes. That's ah, a devil of a thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just watching the Charlie Board thing there, and I was shocking. Shocking. Uh, but but you were always uh, your goal celebrations were always memorable. You know, oh, like you, 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 you loved hitting the back of the the, the union sack, didn't you? Yeah, I did, I, and I certainly, I certainly milked it. You know I mean, uh, I do remember scoring one uh, uh, when I was with Dundalk, and it was against no, no, I was with Rovers, and it was against Dundalk. I, I was, it was the Rovers team. Uh, uh, it was a Rovers team that we, we won the league that year. And uh, I remember John Toll had something to play, some part to play in it as well. But I was bearing de- down and going, and Jimmy McGee was commentating. And uh, uh, it, w- it was something to the effect of, no better finisher of it, you know, it, it, it's there, it's on record. Uh, I do remember that that particular, particular. Uh, Roy, um, I've been told now to ask about Zico. Frank, uh, Roy Card and Paul McGrath. Obviously, you played yeah. against Maradona, but again, that's some list. Yeah, Zico was the Brazil match. Right. You know, we, I think we were tanked six as well. Zico got four. It was, uh, I actually tried to remember the name of the place. It was inland in Brazil. Uh, uh, I think it began with an M, I'm not sure. Uh, but there was a moat around there. The, 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 the keep out the, the keep, keep out the fans, you know. Uh, but they certainly put a put a show on there, and, and uh, we stayed in Rio. Uh, but I, I I think we got a I think we got a bus or something like that out to where the where the game was. Um, yeah, yeah, Zico got four that night. He was he was superb. Yeah, that, that's right. And then Reichard would have played on the IX team uh, that we played against, and now. Uh, Paul McGrath, no, no, uh, not Paul McGrath didn't play that night for Ajax. Uh, Frank Stapleton was an Ajax player and he actually scored that night. Well, I never knew that, yeah, yeah, Frank Stapleton, yeah, 
he scored that night and he also scored in the return leg in, in Oil Park. Yep. Uh, Ajax. Yeah. But, but you have uh, played against Paul McGrath. Yeah, so I, uh, I think uh, I know uh, I was involved in Barry Kell's testimonial which was against an Irish selection and he played that night because uh, I remember him being there after the game. Uh, right. I played it, played it, and that. Uh, Paul McGrath. I would have played against him. Yeah, yeah, I would have played in 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 Bowes when I was with Bowes, because that was before uh, he, your man he signed went, him. He, uh, he went Atkinson, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Ron Atkinson. Yeah, yeah, he signed him. Uh, and I think Charlie Walker was involved in the negotiations uh, with Paul McGrath. Uh, that'd be right. Yeah, yeah. I, I played it. I played against Paul when he was here. Yeah, and t- and tell us what did Razor Ruddock say to you on the pitch that time? Oh, or, 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 can, can we can we broadcast broadcast this? Is it family friendly? No, I, well, no, I I know. Uh, I think when I came on, it was a, it was a it was in Lansdowne, the old Lansdowne, and uh, Liverpool. I think Graham Souness was in charge of, of Liverpool, and Pat Morley has just scored for the Irish representative team or whatever. Okay, it was a League of Ireland selection or whatever. And Torlock was in charge of it. And Torlock picked me. And I came on. And Razor Ruddock said something to the effect of, take it easy, old man. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of slightly disparaging because of my age. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was was kind of and it kind of got me going a bit, but uh, they they scored shortly afterwards. Yeah, it was one all. I remember I remember that game. But uh, yeah, Torlock brought me on, and uh, like I I was again I was, I was evergreen Terry at those at that stage. You know, it was evergreen. Was, yeah, but uh, I was kind of half hoping he he would have said you wouldn't have a twenty spot till after after the game. <laughs> That would have been. That's that would have been. And who's your best yeah. friend in football? Um, I'd say uh, Alan. Uh, Alan and myself go back a long time. Not not alone uh, with different club with with, with with the Rovers thing, but uh, we used to room together when we'd go abroad. You now he would be on a League of Ireland selection or whatever. Uh, so yeah, Alan, 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 and myself, and he's taken up the golf big time, Alan. And uh, I meet him and Kieran Marr. I don't know whether you remember Kieran Marr. Uh, he's uh, again more clubs than than, than like. Uh, the three of us, uh, the three of us would meet up to, to play a game. I'd say possibly I'm the worst golfer in, in Ireland. Well, I was going to say you, 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 you. You played football, rugby. No, 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 no. Rugby, yeah, but uh, I, I, I was just as bad at rugby as I was as I am at golf. Um, I have a big rethink about it. You know, so from some people, like in Alan's case, for example, the big ball, the transfer down to the small ball, seamless. Like he just took to like a like a like a duck to water, right? But it doesn't it hasn't happened for me. And I'm like, well, I mean, I mean. 
It'll probably happen in about ten years. You know, we, uh, delayed development will, will will continue on, and you'd be a great golfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't. The, the golf is, is, is definitely, it's not good. Well, it's the clothes for me. I, I you know, canary yeah, well, yellow it's pants. More, it's more informal now. You know what I mean? It's, it's more informal. And there, there's a lot of uh, bullshit that goes down with it as well. But uh, no, yeah. no. Tell us about um, your appearance on the den with Zig and Zag. That's going back a while now, yeah. Uh, there, I'd say there, Roy yeah, Perry yeah. Rango, was it? He? Ah, yeah, that was great crack. I mean, it was, it was Ray Darcy was on at that stage. You know, he he used to. He, he, he was very, after Ian Dempsey. Was he? Oh, sorry, um, was he Ian Dempsey? Was he Ian Dempsey on on, on the den? Was he? Yeah, I think it started off as Dempsey's den, and then it moved. The, uh, was oh, it Ray? Right, okay. Ray came right. and then, and then uh, someone else. I, I could be I could be wrong on that one as well, but they, they were great. I, I've I've had a, a few uh, incidents with uh, uh, television programs and, and, and especially Osquelge, uh, Sean Bond. He, he used to do a, a show called Squeal a Mock and Bubbling, so, which, which is you know it's a, it's a nice little phrase, Squeal a Mock and Bubbling. It's, but anyway, uh, I, I wouldn't have no. Sadly, the the, no. the Irish education system failed me on that front, Terry. No, but it just it means let her rip. In other words, you know, squeal a mock, squeal a mock and bubble in, you know, just whatever you, whatever you fancy, just let her rip. Uh, but I always felt at ease speaking Irish with him. He, he's a beautiful way of, of communicating Irish. And I, I never really, uh, some other people that I would have done interviews with or whatever, he'd be more on edge. But he, he, would, he was always very calm and influenced or whatever. And uh, until recently... Uh, I was still being interviewed by Sean Bonney. He does he does a sports show on uh, on uh, Radio the Gales at the uh, at the weekend on a Saturday. Right, yeah, and, you, and, it's, and it's full Oscar Elga. Yeah, it's full Oscar. Yeah, but and I, I always felt at ease with him. Uh, the Ray Darcy thing, um, I think it was Ray Darcy. I'm not sure. Jamie, you have me thinking there now. But uh, zig and zag, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, they were they were slagging. I was wearing a toy. I, was, I came straight from school. I think. And they were slagging me, me, uh, me toy. I think I'm not sure. I think I was trying to cover up the old gobbly, 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 gobbly. Uh, yeah, the, the den was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I still have it. I, I have it on uh, cassette tape, but I don't know how to. I must must try and get it on the the, the, the CD, the CD ROM. No, they're gone. No, I can put you onto a, a fella that can that can. Uh, do all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, takes it from yeah. the tape and puts it onto a the, the, the right, computer yeah. and all yeah. that stuff. You have it forever, yeah. then you can send it to whoever you want. You know, yeah. not that I'd be sending it to anybody now. To be honest with you, uh, oh well, family and from, friends. Apart from family, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now oh tell us, have, have you been to 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 see a game in in, in Tala recently, or or do, uh, you know, I, I haven't been to any any games this year. Uh, hold on a second, I've been to one. Uh, it was it was the the Dundalk Bowls match, believe it or not. Roy, we were we were invited up there as, as old fogies. That's the, it gets to the stage now. You know what I mean? Where you're you're, you're paraded under the pitch at half time. Oh, and, and, and the know, wave with the scarf. Yeah, yeah. And the funny, it was a nice little story. Uh, Gino, uh, when we won the double that year, uh, or maybe we won the league again in 1991, but. Whatever medal it was, it was a league medal. He had given it to a random supporter, Dundalk supporter, right? 
Afterwards, really consequently, God. after uh, the, 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 when he when he got presented with a medal, and he just gave it to him, right, a, a random supporter, and the well, I don't know how soon it was, but he, he died, and the medal was found in the shed, and they presented him, they polished it up or whatever, and the family presented Gino. With the medal at that particular match, uh, there was the uh, Dundalk Bowes match. I think Dundalk actually won that match. I, I, do, you, do you remember the match? I, I, I don't remember the score now. Yeah, uh, I, I don't. I think I think was the, they won three one or two one. Yeah, I think it was three one. I'm not sure. And how many years have passed then subsequently between that? I don't, I don't know the details of it. It was a long time though, was it? Or you know, Gino Gino was presented with the medal. At half time, we were all out on the pitch, you know. I don't know, many of us were there, but uh, but it made its uh, way back, it made its way back to Gino. Well, it was a nice little turn, one nice, little, a, a nice know, gesture, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jesus, that's uh, on Gino's part, as well as you know, the, the family giving it back to Gino then after. Uh, well, I suppose it, it's 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 you know, it's probably got that man through through many a, a yeah, situation, yeah, yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah, did what it was supposed yeah. to do. And uh, come here now, um. The, the, have you, what do you think of the facilities at Halle? The bar and that. Yeah, they're very good. I've been, I've been, I've been there now quite a few times uh, uh, as a as a kind of a guest as well. Um, you're bound to have you know guest invites. <laughs> you played with as many clubs as I have. Uh, yeah, I, I think the facilities are next to none. They're, they're brilliant. You know, they're brilliant. They, they've no excuses. I, I, I think at the moment. They're after getting another windfall because of um, Bazuna. Bazuna, right, is yeah, it Bazuna? The, 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 yeah, Bazuna, yeah, the, the add-ons and stuff. Yeah, the add-ons. Yeah, so they're 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 all right. They should be okay for for, for and, the foreseeable future. And um, I, 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 I tell you, I put this invite out to you, you and you can be my guest up at the uh, at, at the eighteen ninety nine, and we we'll have a point of playing and and uh, and, and and catch up. Ah, oh, very good. Very How's good. that? Very good. Uh, I, no, it's, I, somebody, it's, has, somebody has told me that there's a picture of the team in the bar in Daily Mount. And if you look at it, I don't know, my hair is beard and hair. It's like the car marks on the left wing. Would you know right, if I, it's I, definitely there? I wouldn't know if it's there, but I could, I could, I could ask somebody and we'd investigate. Right, right, okay. Uh, speaking it's of, the, it's, of, the, it's of, the full, the full, yeah, oh, the full thing, and, and it grew out that way, no, grew. But speaking of uh, points, and uh, I, I'll leave you with a quote from, from it's from Ulysses, and uh, it's it's a fella uh, describing drinking a pint, right? Don't be talking. I was blue meldy for the want of that pint. Declare to God. I could hear it hit the pit of my stomach with a click. Beautiful. There's a way like to that. end. Yeah, so some good memories there, Winston in particular. Corn kick zebras, prof. Yeah, the famous Polish team. Corn kick zebras. <laughs> yeah, so they kind of went into detail on his career there. A bit of a late bloomer was Terry. I mean, he only kind of got going in his late 20s. And... He won the league title with us at 38. So to have to, to win a league and have career highlights at 38, that's very rare. Very popular fella as well. 
And it sounds like the two of them are going to have a point in Tata, the way that they ended that conversation. Yeah. Um, it was it was a very, very long interview. I, I had to edit down quite a bit. So I will give you some quick highlights of, of things that uh, didn't make the cut. And that was, you may have read an article on 42.e, you know those real long form ones they do with ex-pros. Mm. So... It was it was in that one he talked about because he played his testimonial. I think it was against everything at the RDS. I always wonder how those come about and how yeah. they actually do it, you know. So this would have been around ninety five or six. Everton had just won the cup, beat Man United in the final, and Joe Royal was manager. So they had the testimonial and all that. And Terry said to to Joe, I said, oh, if you're not doing that, come back to my house. We're all we're all getting together. Thought nothing of it. He thought he would never take him up on his offer. Four in the morning. Who knocks on the door? Joe Royal. <laughs> Fuck off. And then they ended up eating rasher sandwiches. Oh, rasher sambo. In Terry's kitchen. Yeah, it was one of those Winston interviews where it's very off the cuff. Like at one stage, he literally left the interview to go get a number four shirt from an Ajax player from the attic. Then he came back down to continue the interview. Like it's very free flowing or slow, whatever your point of view is. But he also played against Dwight York in Trinidad and Tobago. So Trinidad and Tobago, prof, somewhere I've always wanted to go. It's ridiculous. Yeah, a triangular tournament final he played in. Triangular tournament. And finally, um, he signed for a club at 40. Now he played for Cove Ramblers at age 40, so... Maybe, maybe I think it was a, talking about a different club maybe before Cove so he signed for them and you think that's that then the manager wants me he signed me apparently the chairman rang whoever Terry's friend or agent or something and passed on a message and said eh, the chairman's after ripping up your contract there he says he doesn't like the look of your date of birth. <laughs> too many fours in that. <laughs> Ripped up his contracts. He didn't like the look of his date mm, of birth. Don't like fours. <laughs> yeah, so that was Terry and Winston. So great stuff again from another character from the Tifties universe, Winston. But next up, Prof. Something I haven't even completed yet. Starting levels of predictions. You're not seeing mine this week, right? Okay. I'm not actually going to tell you what it is. I'm going to do the ASMR thing. Just whisper in <laughs> to the microphone. Make sweet love. So many people getting turned on with that. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to go Manus, obviously, if he's fit. Hoping. Now, I've been battling with myself all day. So, Grace and Horror start for me. It's between Gannon and Cleary, because I love Gannon playing centre-back, and I always said that to you. I love the protruding runs the pregnating runs that he makes into the midfield the heart of the midfield and I'm just I'm stuck here but Finn has to start for me Finn has to start but now now, now I'm stuck here now I'm after going back on it now again prof this is a tough one because Greener starts the derby so Grace Hoare I'm going to go Gannon I think Gannon deserves a little bit of a chance here and it's nothing against Cleary we, we rotate teams all the time. I'm going to go Grace Horgana. Lions on the left, of course. Man of the moment. Whew. Gary O'Neill goes in the middle. Obviously, Padre Pio starts. 
Mm. Now this is this is where we struggle. I'm gonna go get Finn on the right. I think Finn Finn's Finn starts against Bowes, obviously. Watts but if I don't if I'm looking at leaving out Aaron Green here. You're starting Justin, are you? I'm starting Justin. I'm going for is it. Is it Justin ahead of Watts? Does he play central midfield though? Do you know what Watts? I'm sorry. He's gone, but it's Justin. Justin's in for Watts and I'm gonna go Green or Gaff and Jack. Greener, Greener, Gaff and Jack, which leaves us with Towel on the bench, Idemo on the bench. McCann uh, is uh, Cleary. McCann's fit and available, by the way. Too too soon. Too soon for him. Too soon. Um, yeah. Plus, if like I'm just going for it, I'm going for it. Justin's raw. He's on the cusp of greatness. He's he's spotting balls in his sights, and he's he's gonna put them down. I'm only making two changes here. I'm starting Cleary, and I'm starting Finn. Uh, right wing back yeah I'm going for him right wing back yeah. oh, you I, I have him in there oh, okay. I, that was me battling with my own conscience right predictions I don't pick derbies moving on do it prof nope don't do called it called off penalty spot half seven <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, I still remember that <laughs> in the hole like fucking Egypt's Gar, I was literally only thinking about that earlier I just thought to myself remember that do you remember I went to Daily Mount and it was called off 35 minutes before kick off it was even late I think it was even later man I'm nearly sure it was about 20 past league. Because of a dodgy penalty spot. Who, who did it again? Who called it off again? I can't, was it Budimer? I can't remember. We were in the hut. We were like, this is a joke. <laughs> we even went as far as going around to Eddie Rockets into the lane. I was like, they're messing, yeah? <laughs> no. Unbelievable. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to go... Oh, God, bro. They're going to have bounce back ability here, aren't they? They are, aren't they? <laughs> 2-1, Rovers. Ferrazoi and Jack. That's what I'm going for. So, we're recording here on Tuesday, and there was an, a headline in the Indo. It's still sweltering here as well. Probably have to Long, dish the shorts out again. Keith Long in discussions about his future. So, we were going to talk about that, but then within the, within the hour, the news broke. Uh, even though we were all chanting, Long must stay. Yeah. Long must stay. Can we play that song? Baby, come back. <laughs> you can have it all but now he has regretfully apparently parted ways after overachieving <coughs> do you know what I'm hearing overachieved Gar overachieved yeah let's see your cup seven years but <laughs> the thing is <laughs> Barry says he almost got group stages almost won the cup and would have won the league if they weren't 27 points behind us <laughs> but the thing is honestly there's, there's leaks coming out of the bar's boardroom the bar, the bar's boardroom, the bow's boardroom. <laughs> oh, the bow's room. And um, apparently, there's a quote. <clears throat> I'm going to read this quote to you. I don't know how true it is, but there's a quote coming out of the board, the board, the boardroom of bows, and it is like this: What if we lose to Rovers? We have to do it now. <laughs> yeah. So, in in all the thought process of them. Discussing the the future of their manager, they thought of Rovers. They didn't want us to be the ones to get him. Sacked. They didn't want us to be the ones to get. Them they didn't sacked. want another Garrett Farrelly in their hands. They need. I tell you what, they've a leak in that room as well. They need to get that fixed. Ocean Ledge could sort that out. You, there's a credit finance. <laughs> um, yeah. So ticket situation as well. It's just, it's nuts. I've never seen it like this. And all our years follow Rovers. Before the tickets, give us a prediction who who will replace him. Vinnie uh, Perth Liam Buckley Vinnie Perth being mentioned depends on it. Dep- I, I would predict Perth 
I'll say Perth, but I'll say it'll be interim. Maybe they'll give it. Why isn't Crowley gone, by the way? So much loyalty there, isn't it? Was that confirmed? Is as, far, as far as I know, spreadsheets are still there. I thought they were a double act now. So, how that, ironic is that? Trevor Crowley managing a game against Rovers. His first ever. That would be his first ever senior management game. Aside from Shamrock Rovers. Aside from Shamrock Rovers, he always assistant, wasn't he? And it would be against us in a derby. So. Um, I think. I think bring back Roddy. Um, I think they're gonna go with probably someone interim, maybe Pender, until the end of the season. I don't. They won't appoint someone this side of the derby. So you're mm. possibly looking at Perth. They considering what they want next year with full time setup. I they might look abroad. They might look at bringing someone in. Might look at spending a few quid at getting someone in. So, um, they, they hit, might not want to get on the merry go round. So. I don't know. I'll say I'll say interim Crawley and Pender till the end of the season, and they'll, they'll hold their horses and pick a manager. Interesting, very interesting. As for the tickets, um, scandalous carry on. Everyone's had their say at this stage. Look, it, it only the tickets only came out there. What was it? About three, two o'clock today. Yeah. Um, Tuesday. Um, it's madness. Two, three days before the game. Well, someone pointed out we did this to them and Tad as well. We we kept them waiting up to the last few days. And we gave them 800 tickets, which is exactly 10%. And then they didn't even sell them all. But they're giving us 360. Yeah. So they're actually... So half the Des Kelly will be empty at this game. Just so they can be petty. I think we're going to have to discuss this, in my opinion. And there's talks of boycotts. There's talks of not buying tickets and hitting them financially. Personally, my opinion... I'd rather support my team in the flesh than spite balls over a few quid. Well, my opinion is I don't feel part of this spat. I think this is an administrative tit for tat that has yeah. gone on since last year with COVID. It's got, it goes all the way back to um, their treatment of us at Daily Mount and then we didn't give them tickets Although we didn't have to because we COVID. Let me stress that again. And then this year, so it's just... Aren't Celtic and Rangers doing this as well? This constant tit for tat. What would piss them off more though? Us turning up 400 hardcore or the plan that they wanted to do was give it to the academy, which I can understand where they're coming Mm -hmm. from. But personally, I think that 400 hardcore turning up, beating them on their own patch and rubbing it in all around Fisborough is a much better way and there's no let's be honest there's no other way to annoy your rival club more than to beat them and rub it in exactly name another way there's no other way so personally like I said I'd rather support my club and the team and the players who deserve it who've been brilliant all year than come up with some sort of protest and that's not knocking it that's just a difference of opinion or having a boycott I just don't think that it would be appreciated or it would make any effect whatsoever. Has Let's say we bought three. Yeah, has to be a unified boycott, which will never happen. It's pointless. One hundred percent will never happen. So I like, I like the idea of it in theory, but we're practical, and it's never going to happen. They're not mm. going to get three hundred and sixty tickets. Like even if we did, if we bought all the tickets and we gave them, handed them out, they're still it's still not going to work. The side of three hundred and sixty academy kids to make a point in theory that sounds deadly, mm. but is it practical? I don't think it is. It's not going to happen. So I think let's mob up. Let's go out. Let's make it. Let's make. Let's make a scene out there. I think we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go to Daily Mouth. We're gonna fucking embarrass them on their own patch, 
everybody, ticket or no ticket, turn up. That's what I say. Get out there without a ticket, we'll find a way in. That's what I'm saying. Inciting a riot here, prof. Go out to Daily Mail, go drink in the pubs, watch the game in the park. Let's try and get into the game. That's what I'm saying. Everybody needs to go and do it. Simple. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, prof, I think that's it for this week. We've cleared ahead with John Cody. The left footers are out in force. Garts, check it out. It's coming out soon. But that is it, prof. We are going to march tomorrow. We're going to run amok. We're going to take home the three points. So that is it. (laughs) We'll walk. Yeah, so that is it for this week. And we'll see you in Fisbury. Keep on hoping. See you. This dank, urine-soaked hellhole. Uh, we object to the term urine-soaked hellhole when you could have said pee-pee-soaked heck-hole. Cheerfully withdrawn. <laughs>